Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason. Back in Brooklyn, sounding not shitty. Joined as always by John, who is abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? I'm doing great. Now let Although, me start. Before before yeah. you lean into me, I need to let you know. I've had a drink before this podcast starts. Oh, so, now, so not, not only do you show up to this drunk, <laughs> <laughs> the chances of this seeing the light of day before September are slim, apparently. No, you get it before September. It's fine. Look, the latest I've ever put these out is Thursdays. I never go later than Thursdays. And it's I last know, week's news this week. I know I drag my feet. I then last week was a particularly very busy week. Weren't you on holiday? Weren't you on vacation? No. What? No. Who's on vacation? Well, you've been on vacation for like three weeks. No, I wasn't on vacation. I was working remote. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Let's. I let, took let's one. Be... I took <laughs> okay. one. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's roll this back. <laughs> I was working remote as I was uh-huh. on vacation in New Jersey in Ocean City. Never or said that. You were. Never said I was on vacation. I just said I was in Ocean City, New Jersey. I never said I was. Does your employer know that you were not in an employment range? You weren't in New York. Absolutely. Yep. They knew. (laughs) Interesting how we're starting to stretch the boundaries of remote work as as America has given up on its fight for COVID-19. What does it make a difference? What does it make a difference if I'm in my apartment in Brooklyn or if I'm in a beach house in New Jersey? The internet there was actually better than the internet here. Really weird situation, actually. The, well, your internet is terrible. Download, hang on, let me explain. The download speeds in this beach house that I was at was like 300 megabytes per second, which is awesome for America. The upload speed was like, eight and i don't understand what kind of plan does that like usually who needs the the upload at that point you're just downloading stuff what are you uploading i mean well i was trying to play uh some streaming game pass games no 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 no, and it and it was fine no it's streaming one way man if i if i had upload speeds of like at least 10 this thing would have been the best streaming experience i could have oh so you did you were doing all this when you were working huh yeah, well, no, those were uh, in the afternoons. <laughs> I'm not working 24 hours a day. Uh-huh. I do. Uh-huh. I, I work from like nine to six. You know, I'll do some uh, do some after hour stuff as I need to, and you know, I'm not I'm not working when I'm eating ice cream, and I ate a lot of ice cream. Oddly enough, <laughs> I feel like that's all you did was eat ice cream. Odd, that's all we oddly talked enough, about two weeks. Didn't didn't gain a pound. If anything, I'm still lose. I'm still losing weight. It's weird. Are you Are you sure you're okay? You sure you're I okay? I don't know. You know, I'm like, at this point, I'm like about 127. All right. Uh, uh, this hurricane coming into the East Coast might blow me away. Um, I've also become self-conscious about how vascular I am. I don't know if that's a bad thing, but it's just a fact of the matter. No, know? it just means you're, I'm, I'm quite vascular and at, at, true? A, at a body weight that's double yours. <laughs> you're not, you're not concerned about that. Apparently the rock brags about being vascular. No, it just means you got good circulation in my I mean it's all it's all genetic. Some people have a hard time finding veins. Some people have veins everywhere that you can see. I assure you, I have no trouble finding veins. They are yeah, neither do all I. over the place. Yeah, it's good. It's good when you gotta draw blood. The the nurses but I'm feeling get all good. You know, I'm, just like, I'm still oh, feeling this. One of my concerns was like, man, if I don't if I'm not eating so much, like am I gonna be worse on the ice? Like am I losing energy? Is that what's going on? No, feeling great. I, now, I the last skated. couple times I've seen you skate, there's not much energy there, anyways. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm feeling. I'm playing better <laughs> hockey now than I've ever played. I'm mm-hmm. feeling good. I skated mm-hmm. before this. 
my evening tonight, I skated. Then I tried this new taco place, had a, had a cocktail, had a couple tacos, had some, uh, what are those things go? Some tamales feeling good. I, I do like how you've, how you've tried to, to sidestep the point that you're releasing these podcasts a week after we've recorded them. <laughs> they, yeah, I know. I'm not happy about you it. You tried. It was a nice try. But that's the no, thing. No, I, I knew, are I, knew I wasn't going to get away from with it. With the fact that people are like, hey, wait a minute. Where's the podcast? It's Friday. Yeah. Where is this thing? No, no. It's Friday New Zealand time. Uh, again, regardless, it didn't come out until Thursday afternoon, and we recorded it on Saturday. That yeah, was a Saturday right. my time, a Friday your time recording. That was six yeah, days. Yeah, not, not happy about it. You're right. No. They deserve, so what, so they deserve what? So to are, be upset. So, uh, so what? We're going to record this one. Is this one going to sit on the back burner for, for six days? What are we doing? I hope not. What do you mean you hope not? You control the release schedule. There's no hope. Just put it out. Yeah, it's, why just you matter of, it's just a matter of doing it, you know? I get, uh, lazy. get sidetracked. It's a lazy. little bit of laziness. It's a little bit of yeah. being busy. Honestly, this week, I just forgot about it, to be perfectly honest. I just forgot. Wow, you forgot about it. It was a very busy all this, week. It's all this great exciting. content. Now, look, I will explain. <laughs> and trust me, I hope it's worth it, you know? I hope, I hope that... All this work I'm putting into this game that comes out, I hope it doesn't come out and gets like 30% on Metacritic. I hope it's actually like, you know, good. Um, I think it's good. And then you'll be like, oh, wow, all those times he was dragging his feet, it was because he was working on some dope ass shit. Um, if it's terrible, I really don't have an excuse and I apologize. <laughs> but if it's good, then, you know. You know, the, like, the, the right, capability cool. of this podcast, we've recorded. You judge probably, it by the trailer. When the trailer drops, you judge it by that. We've probably recorded, you've probably spent more time podcasting more than probably the only other two things that you do, which is work and play hockey. Mm. You've spent more time talking to me across a microphone. Imagine if, the, the, if we put in the effort on this podcast, what it could become. And instead, we're a week late, audio quality is a little shaky. I'm sorry. I mean, well, I was rem- I mean I was what, what is happening as we your establish- end? I, I, was I feel remote. like I sound beautiful. My voice is, is as clear as it's ever been. I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm on time. I'm engaged. I'm ready. Sounds great. And you're just releasing episodes six days late. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have an excuse. It's nothing I will, there. I will own it. I'll own it. Well, good. I I'll just wanted it. to point out and that. I, and the- I will apologize. I will apologize <laughs> to anybody who was, um, you know. Who have I let down? All of our fan, our singular fan, Greg. You know, we'll get we'll get some feedback from you later. But um, you know, I, I I own it. I'm sorry. I will try to do better. I will do better. No, I'm not don't try. try. I will do better. I will. There is do no better. try, right? Who said that? Wasn't that was that Yoda? Somebody said there is no try. Might have been Yoda. Somebody don't said there try. is no try. Only do. <laughs> <laughs> Now I can only imitate Yoda like that because we're the same height. You are. Yes, that, that is. Yeah. No, try not. Do or not do. Do or do not. There is no try. That That is a Yoda do quote. or do not. There is no try. <laughs> How's my Yoda? Because you Your never. Yoda's actually pretty good. <laughs> you, you never know. Like in my, in my mind, I nailed it. But you never actually know what you sound like. I hear my voice. Every every week, every week, you know, six days later when I'm uploading these podcasts, I listen to my voice and I hate it. 
Yeah, it's I'm awful. Like, this, this is why I don't nice. listen to the episodes because I hate my own voice and I talk. A oh, lot it's your. Now. I thought you were gonna say you hate you hate my voice. <laughs> no, your voice sounds fine. It's my voice that I can't. I think that's everyone. Everyone hates their own voice. Like I. Oh, like that's have to do not recordings true. and things, and it's. There's definitely ugh. people that love their voice. You know it's true. Ugh. in their head they love it, but not out loud. Not when they hear it back. Yeah, you always sound different than. It's weird than isn't what it? you think. Yeah, the human body is the. Is a is a crazy thing. It's a big you know? echo chamber inside your skull. <laughs> it's like it's like a, a few octaves deeper. Your voice is much deeper than than I would assume you think. Well, that's what's funny is because I've heard. I remember one time I was walking down the street and it was one of those people who are like, "Hey, spare a minute for you know the the cats," and I'm like, "No." And then the answer was, and then her response was, "Wow, that's a deep voice." And I was like, "Wait, what?" Huh? <laughs> and I and I listened to my voice and I was like, "It doesn't sound." No, deep. your voice it's is not, deeper than you expect. It's, it's deeper not than you an think. Adject- it's not an adjective that I would prescribe to my voice. One time, um, there was also somebody who said that my voice sounds like a cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I mean, when I listen to my voice, I think, yeah, that's probably more applicable than the deep voice thing. Yes. That's my own. That's my own take. So what I'm saying is, look, if you want me to voice a cartoon character, I'm available. Yeah, but right? it's just six days late when he, when I he gets don't, his recorded I don't. No, I'll just I'll record stuff. Look, I'm not SAG, okay? I don't have an agent. You could pay me under the market rate. So hit me up. I don't. I don't think you want to mess with SAG though. Oh, well, they they'll, they'll come yeah, after yeah, me. Yeah, SAG will come after you. You you don't want to, You don't want that fight. You you should just pay your dues. And be done I thought it. it's like you're in it or you're not. So if you're no, you not are. in and, it, and you they won't hire you unless you're a SAG member, and you have yeah. To pay but there's dues places that will hire member. you if you're not SAG, right? Mm, there's not too many places that I know of. That's kind of a that's kind of an industry no no. Oh, well, yeah. You're dealing with films. I'm talking like yes. I could talk to the game industry or the like the YouTube. The YouTube, oh, well, I mean, come on. Uh, the, the, the YouTube industry. <laughs> the, the, yeah, the, the YouTube. Give me, you know, yeah. give me some of those internet dollars, right? Do, do you think that YouTubers or Twitch streamers will ever unionize? Do you think they'll ever collectively bargain on behalf <laughs> of their creative, right? Like if you take what's her name, the girl licking microphones, and oh, I'm yeah. trying to think of another what, what, one, one of the one of the Paul brothers, right? They're they're big YouTubers or what's Logan his name? Paul, um, Jake, yeah, Paul? one of them. Or the, what's, what's the yeah, dude sure. that everyone loves? He's 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 kind of a racist, but he's from another country, so we forgive him. That's all <laughs> that of them. Name? All of them. No, what's it's that like when you name? hit a certain amount of million. Uh, oh, you're thinking of um, uh, it's not cutie pie. It's something like yeah, that. That, that's cutie, pie. cutie pie, yeah. cutie pie, not cutie pie, cutie pie. Yeah, close though. But yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. knew what you meant. Def- that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Him. Sure. Like, like, do you think he'll ever? You think he'll he'll ever start a union? Him and the Paul brothers will Why? start a YouTube no. union. Why would they? Because, they have no need because to. they could get more. They could get more money from Google. Get more than what? They already have like millions. Ah, not Don't not be billion. greedy. It's like what? It's gonna be him. <laughs> those those three guys. That Mark MKBHD, and then that guy with the big nose who flies around all the time. Like that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, like that you know, like who, yeah, Will like, Smith, he, right? Isn't Will Smith the popular YouTuber? I guess, dude. I don't know, but they have no reason to because all the guys who are successful, they they get theirs, and then everybody else, it's like fuck them. Who cares? Have the scrap for theirs. It's just like real life. <laughs> I have found though that I do watch a lot more YouTubers now than I did before. I don't. Funny enough, I don't consume a lot of content at all because like I'm. If so I want to know about a phone, I'm watching MKBHD. And like even that I, guy, I don't like. I'll try like, to watch that, and I get bored. <laughs> 
Okay. It's like I actually I've taken up to reading text. Like send me an article with the text in it. And I feel like yeah. I can get through that faster in the five minutes of free time I have than watching a long video with, with a YouTuber telling me to like, subscribe, and thumbs up or all the other crap they tell you to do. Smash that smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Throw some throw some fire emojis in the in the chats yeah. there. Tell me what so, you yeah. think of. I, I, I just wonder whether or not uh, they'll ever unionize. I'm sure we'll get to that point at some point. They I mean, won't. now that now that only I, I don't know if this is one of your news stories about OnlyFans. Oh, but, it is. Okay, then I'll, I'll sure hold is. off on that. <laughs> I'll hold off on that because okay, yeah, I'm excited. Wow, I'm excited. To yeah, about that so one. let's let's get in the news then. I just wanted to speak on behalf of the people who a lot of us are stuck in our homes. <laughs> Who are unable okay, now hold on, because I, I got to first start with this, because uh, Greg Greg wrote us some feedback here. I got two things to talk about. One is um, the pancakes I made this morning. Two is what Greg said. So I'll tell you quickly about the pancakes I made this morning, because I'm back. And you know what? My, my, my family's not putting up with any of my bullshit. So when I want to make these pancakes, I got to make them for myself. So this morning, I made myself some almond butter matcha pancakes. Okay. I used a... Uh, when I was in Jersey... Uh, I was at a coffee shop and somebody recommended a, I think it was like Lasto Foods. They make something called a almond butter. They make a matcha almond butter. And I bought it and it's good. It's not very matcha-y for my tasting, but basically I made pancakes with that as the primary flavor driver. And uh, they were pretty good. They're pretty good. I dust a little uh, matcha mixed with the uh, powdered sugar on top of it. I toasted some almonds. I went to like two grocery stores at about like eight in the morning to find sliced almonds for the presentation value. And I think uh, I think they added a little uh, a little something to it. Toasted them. They smelled delicious when you toast some almonds. And uh, yeah, so made that this morning. I'm back back in the pancake game. Um. And now, now we got some feedback for Greg. Do you have any comments on that shit that I just said? No, I, I just wonder what, what are you gonna? What would be the worst news that you found out health wise about matcha? Like, like what if matcha did what? <laughs> what would it be? I was like, hey, if oh, you consume be like, more than I, X I amount of about... matcha, you're infertile. <laughs> like, 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 what would it be? Oh, well, that's not too bad. I think about like the worst thing that it could do would be like it it kills your taste buds because I love eating. Oh, so it's like permanent COVID. Yeah, exactly. Like the the scariest symptom of COVID was not like struggle breathing Cough or death. It, it was like you could lose your you taste. I'm taste, like, holy you can't shit. Food. <laughs> I can't, I can't have that. That sounds awful. That sounds like the worst case scenario. All right. So um, Greg sent us this thing about the Korean stuff. He said something like bao, bap, dwa, gui, whatever. The point is he said he was going to send a uh, a voice memo and he did. So I'm just going to play that now. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. Uh, it's Bao Pop and Teji Kogi. Okay, there you go. There Thanks, you go. Greg. Um, and then he's got some information about the... Uh, we were talking last week about the what if, the Marvel stuff. We could talk about that later on in Media Therapy. I, but... I didn't watch any of that because oh. in my search for this, it downloaded another show. There's a lot of shows called What If. <laughs> And there's oh. a show with Renee Zellweger. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So you watched all that. So you watched all of that. Um, and so I watched all of that, and it's great. Um, okay, but great. I didn't watch the Marvel What If. What If. Yeah, I figured you were a big Renee Zellweger fan. I always assumed Absolutely. that. Absolutely. I mean, Bridget Jones' Diary, it. it's classic. Sure. Why not? Jerry Maguire? Who wouldn't like that? Yeah. All right. So he, then, so he wrote this. Um, 
Take it what you will. I'm just reading the feedback as I get it. I think What If came back a couple times as a series, but it had a long run in the 80s, 90s, and was pretty awesome. I think he's talking about the comics. Have a mm-hmm. bunch of them from the 90s. Talking about multiverse and alt universes, etc., etc. Earth 616 is the Earth that mainline of Marvel Comics we've been reading all these years. We exist in. Let's use, come on, we've. I haven't read any of that shit. MCU Earth is Earth 199999. Had to look up, forgot how many nines there were. Herman Cain. Not Herman Cain. Too many nines. Herman Cain. Nine, nine, nine. Oh, wait, I got something for that. Oh, shuck it, duck it now. That's right. <laughs> Still got that in the soundboard. <laughs> Rest, Rest in peace, Herman Cain. Yeah, you're damn right. Well, thanks, Greg. Thanks for that info. Um, really didn't. Need so we're that, so so. Wait, we we're Earth. It. Which what number Earth are we in? Oh, Jesus Christ! Got to look at it. It's like five nines, five nines. One. Oh wait, which Earth are you talking about? Well, which because Earth there's has, we've been watching Earth six one six. That's no no no. You've been watching MCU is Earth one nine 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 five nines. Okay. And then the main line of comics is 616. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Okay. So when I type this into to, to Google, it's what's the difference between Earth 616 and Earth 159s? Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy on, on Cura, which I believe is basically the new Yahoo Answers. <laughs> this guy <laughs> yeah, two years ago, Robert, Robert Frost account. said two years ago, there is no difference. 11 years ago, an update to the Marvel official handbook what? of the Marvel Universe identified this Marvel Cinematic Universe as taking place on Earth 159s. The films have either been unaware that someone in the comic world made that distinction or they have chosen to ignore it with good reason. Thor, The Dark World, and Spider Man Far From Home have both been identified as Earth in the films as being Earth 616. The term Earth 616 comes from Captain Britain's story published in marvel uk comments for 36 years ago captain britain has to suck right like because there's because isn't there like a canadian captain like captain canada right these are like ultimate alternate right but like captain britain has to be awful right it's just like there's there's tea and there's and there's there's lots of bad teeth involved all of the british stereotypes (laughs) have to come through for captain britain just like the fact that captain america isn't like 500 pounds is a problem right (laughs) captain america should be a little heftier Wait, what? Where? Oh, you're saying if he's going to be a real American? Yeah, if gonna make, if we're going to make stereotypes, yeah. right? Captain America's got to have a bit of a gut, right? I guess if he's going to be, and, like, and he's got to wear a cowboy American. hat, right? He's got to wear a cowboy hat and some boots. You want to represent the best of us, right? <laughs> I mean, is is it not? <laughs> is that not the best of us? I mean, yeah. Um, I guess so if, he can make, if he can make like a, a mean brisket. Yeah, I mean, hey, if he's if he's mean on the grill, right? Cap, that's yeah. a real Captain America. Some barbecue sauce on his yeah. on his on his uh, on his cape. Does Captain America wear a cape? No, on yeah, the shield. Little, little right barbecue before, sauce. Right like- before, yeah, right before he gets summoned, he has to like wipe his wipe his lip with his uh, you know, just be like, all right, Daddy's got to go to work. Right. Some uh, some 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 MGD. Some uh, right. MGD. Like he's, gotta, he's just got to be Miller Miller Genuine Draft. Oh, sorry. It's a champagne of beers, <laughs> right? That's that's, that's the high life. That's the high life. That's the oh, high, life. high that's life. That's the champagne Again, I don't, beers. I, yeah, see, look, I'm I've been away from America too long. Do you guys Anyways. have? Is there is there a Miller equivalent? No, in uh, New Zealand, uh, no? there is. I believe it's the brand called Tui. T U I. 
Oh, I believe I would that. be the it's, it's like it. the week, but beer here is real. It's there's a big craft brewery scene here, so you get a lot of hoppy beer. I don't know if you oh, okay. Fine. I'm not, but into but it. still, if you want like the cheap stuff, I believe Tui is like the the cheap brand. God, brand you, you buy when you're just you know you know, when you're a hardworking blue collar guy, you just want a couple of drinks. But you get Tui. Tui. I believe their slogan is "Brewed by Hobbits." No, Tui is a bird. It's a bird with a cotton ball in its throat. I hate this. I hate everything about this. <laughs> this is just not. This isn't good. So while you look good. while you look that up, the idea originated with the writer Dave I'm not, Thorpe. I'm not even going to. You, you could. I'm not even looking it up. I just don't care enough. I'm not going to do it. All right. So, anyways, Captain Britain was involved in a story involving alternate universes. This isn't guy that, writes a bunch uh, of stuff. So Agent basically, regards to the Carter? terminology, the concept identified by Earth Six One Six is the primary Marvel universe, the place where the core stories take place. Our universe with superheroes. The films are presenting the same thing, our universe with superheroes. We aren't supposed to view the films as taking place in a different universe in the comics. To the contrary, the films and the comics are both interpreting the same universe via different media. Now, this is from Robert Frost, so I know nothing about this, but mm. apparently Earth 199999 and 616, according to this guy, they're the same Earth. Maybe Greg can leave another voicemail about why that's wrong. Yeah, yeah are, you, are you reading from uh, Robert Frost's article from the latest issue of Who Gives a Fuck magazine? Is that what wow. you're doing? I mean, the language. I feel like Robert Frost was very, uh, he was very respectful in what he wrote. And you, on the other hand, with your filthy mouth, <laughs> decided to do different. It's just like, there's a level of detail that I just don't care about. It definitely goes to that point. And, that, and when you're talking about alternate universes, I'm on board. I'm there. But then when you start numbering them and you're into like the six digits of numbers, like I get it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just know like that's canon. That's not. Let's move on. Like that's that's alternate universe stuff. Cool. Got it. Great. Fun. Yeah, that's it. Sure. I get it. It's fine. Yeah. If you want to build something on that universe, cool. That's in the thing that we did with that well, thing. You want another them? So cool. What's the universe now where it's like they're 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 having a more progressive lineup of superheroes where Iron Man is is a black woman or Iron Heart, whatever they call her, right? I don't know. Captain I guess America's, I guess they're Captain America's Anthony Mackie, right? There's gonna be a Lady Thor. Yeah. Um, well that's in the main what is it, the six one six line, I guess. Is that's it six one six? That's the main like yeah, they're can they're canonizing. Canonized? Is that canonical? Whatever. They're making that canon. Like they're making that the actual things where things eventually go. So by the end of, you know, so you got your Anthony Mackie, uh, Captain America, which is, I guess, a main plot from the existing comics. And then you have a, you know, it's very possible that by the end of this next Thor movie, that uh, what's her name becomes Thor, which I don't know how that works, but why not? They'll tell us, right? It's just like there's a good chance that Black Panther becomes his sister, even though she's been canceled because of her anti-vax theories. So we've gotten rid of Has her. she been canceled? canceled? Doesn't she have so. like... It's tough though, right? Because she's got like... Um, I'm going to... Can I say something a bit uncouth here? Probably. All right. I mean, you can say it. Doesn't mean I'll agree with it, but go for it. She's got like some sort of... Um, she definitely has the armor. It's like there's, there's like a liberal dilemma, right? It's like, oh, black woman. <laughs> but we also don't like what she's saying about this vaccine shit. Oh, yeah. Like we will. We will. The liberals will eat each other alive. <laughs> that's always. Like, what that's do you always what the... do you do in that situation? Yeah. So I'm going to read why she's why Letitia Wright, 
I believe her name is Le- it's either Leticia. I'm a big fan of her Leticia, in the movie. I believe Let me Leticia, be clear. Right? In December 2020, Wright received backlash over a video she publicly shared on Twitter in which the speaker questioned the safety of taking a COVID-19 vaccine. In addition to appearing skeptical on climate change, accusing China of spreading COVID-19 and making transphobic comments. YouTube has since deleted the video for violating its terms of service. Wright later clarified that she wasn't against vaccines, but it was important to ask questions. And my intention was not to hurt anyone. My only intention of posting the video was it raised my concerns with what the vaccine contains and what we are putting into our bodies. And then she subsequently quit social media. (laughs) That's probably for the best. All right. So there's no evidence other than that article you just read. You know, maybe she's vaccinated now. Maybe she's turned. Might be. She might be. But yeah, it seems like the the black community is struggling with with transphobic comments lately. We're not doing a very good job of understanding that. So <laughs> I think I think we should. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a lot more. A lot more people coming out, putting their foot in it. And so so yeah, whether or not she sticks around for Earth six one six or whatever Earth she's gonna be on, where she becomes Black Panther, we'll see. Yeah, it's very exciting stuff. Be interesting stuff, and we'll we'll talk more about this um, topic in a way in uh, in media therapy because oh boy, I've been reading, so we'll talk about that. Okay, cool. <gasps> yeah, exciting. Little teaser for you. All right, let's get to some news here. Two stories: one you sent me, one you've already mentioned. Uh, really, I'll just throw it throw it all out there. We got a story about OnlyFans, and we got the story about Tesla. Which one you want to go with first? Uh, let's do Tesla first. Here we go. You sent me this yes. reading from CNN business. Tesla is under investigation because its cars keep hitting emergency vehicles. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. It's a great, great headline, by the way. CNN great headline. It it grabbed me immediately. I like grabbed it. me immediately. It was great. You can't knock CNN for their headlines. Well, you can, I guess, most of the time, but this isn't one of those times. All sides, by the way, put CNN far left now. They removed them from lean left and put them into far left. So there you go. CNN, officially fake news. Federal safety regulators are investigating at least 11 accidents involving Tesla cars using autopilot or other self-driving features that crashed into emergency vehicles when coming upon the scene of an earlier crash. Oh my God. (laughs) So like, oh, there's a crash there. And just like run just right, drive into right into it. There you go. Look at those flashing lights. Let's hit them. The National Highway Transportation Safety Administration says seven of these accidents resulted 17 injuries and one death. All of the Teslas in question had the self-driving autopilot feature or the traffic-aware cruise control engaged as they approached the crashes, the NHTSA said. Don't know what that stands for, but fine. Uh, okay. Tesla stock fell 5% in morning trading following news of the probe. The accidents under investigation occurred between January 22nd, 2018 and January 10th, 2021 across nine different states. They took place mostly at night and the post-accident scenes all included control measures like first responder vehicles, lights, flares, an illuminated arrow board and road cones. Oh boy. (laughs) <laughs> Tesla did not. I, I was just thinking of the. Um, you ever see the movie The Man Who Seen Too Who Knows Too Little, knew too little? That one with Bill Murray. Uh, not that I remember. No, he's like an actor, and he thinks that he's in this big performance, but it's really like this whole mob thing. Anyway, there's a scene where he's like driving around London, and he's just like clipping all the cones and just knocking them all over. And he's like, yeah, I've always wanted to do this, and the 
guys behind were just like, oh, I always wanted to do that. So I was just thinking about that. Like all these, all these cars are just programmed to just clip all of these cones along the way. Just, <laughs> they just have this mind of their own. Tesla did not immediately respond to a request for comment about the probe. The safety of Tesla's autopilot feature has been questioned before. The National Transportation Safety Board, a separate agency that also investigates plane crashes and other fatal accidents, found autopilot partly to blame in a 2018 fatal crash in Florida that killed a Tesla driver. Police in a Houston suburb said that there was no one in the driver's seat of a Tesla that crashed and killed two people. That's interesting. In a car that early in a car in the car earlier this year, a charge that Tesla has denied. But Lars Moravi, Tesla's vice president and vehicle engineering, a vehicle engineering confirmed in April in comments to investigate investors that Tesla's adaptive cruise control was engaged and accelerated to 30 miles per hour before that car crashed. Tesla has been seeking to offer full self-driving technology to its drivers, but while it says that its data shows cars using autopilot have fewer accidents per mile than cars behind being driven by drivers, it this next does sentence warn, is, the, is the key. It does warn, right quote, current autopilot features require active driver supervision and do not make the vehicle autonomous and and I think that's that to me seems what's not been clear. The fact that it's very clear that some people are getting in the backseat of their car <laughs> and setting a waypoint and going, well, Tesla, you take the wheel. I'm going to sit gonna back take here a nap. and pass out. I'm going to go take a yeah. nap. Yeah. When the point of autopilot is basically kind of like it's a right. They called it adaptive cruise control, which means you can kind of cruise control and it might actually, you know, it might switch lanes or it might slow down. Or it might speed up, right? But like, you need to be there to go. Wait a minute, you're speeding up when you shouldn't be. Let me take over and put my foot on the brake. Isn't it mainly for highway driving? Like, keeps you within the lines. That's what cruise control is mostly for. It's for highway. No. You can't do when you're stopping and starting. I mean, that's what I mean. It's adaptive cruise control, which means yeah, it's for staying in the lines. It's for you know speeding up or probably even overtaking people if you're on the highway. Like that type of stuff seems pretty easy for for autonomous driving to do, right? But what, it doesn't know what to do when I mean. There's, there's a picture on this article, and you got a fire truck that's sort of like cocked to the, you know, inside of the the HOV lane, and there's a police car, and there's stuff going on. The the poor automatic cars look at this going. What do I do? There's a bunch of stuff here that I probably don't really know what to deal with, and so it just kept going. <laughs> it just said, ah, well, whatever. Maybe it'll move, <laughs> and it didn't move. And this image has got a Tesla squeezed under a fire truck. So how many how many are there? Did they say how many accidents? Eleven, 11 accidents. accidents between January twenty second, twenty eighteen, and July. So that's three years. Three years, yep. eleven accidents from autopilot. That's pretty now, good. Now, how many people own Teslas though? Because that's that's one of those things where it's like that'd be great if it's all cars, but not that many people own Teslas. There's more people right. than you think. But sales look how many by people year. Own Here we go. Yeah, this is what I'm looking let's for. See. Sales by year. So what I say? Twenty eighteen. Yes. 2018, they still, oh, Jesus Christ, really? Just give me the years. Do not, I don't care. Don't give me the month by month. Just give me the years. Just give me the total. This is stupid. No, never mind. That's not going to help. Okay, sales 2018, almost 200,000. So let's say 600,000. You know, let's just say, because it says 197,000 in 2018, 195,000 in 2019. Let's just say, for all intents and purposes, you have six hundred thousand 
sold, okay. right? So you think there's 600,000 Teslas out there that are capable of driving by themselves? Yeah. If you're talking about 2018, if not more, good. yeah. I think that's pretty damn good if those people were driving. Now, I don't know how many of those were going for doing this autopilot thing, but that's not a lot. I would assume most people don't sure, drive but... with autopilot, though. I would assume that's a feature that not all Teslas have either, right? There's a software upgrade. Again, I don't know much about how Tesla does their, you know, if I have an old Tesla or Tesla I bought in 2018, does it have the okay. same autopilot software Auto, as the new 2021 Autopilot does? comes standard in every new Tesla. Every new Tesla. Yeah. Since when? Do okay. Here we go. Te- do Teslas drive themselves? From TorqueNews.com. This seems crazy. Uh, do Teslas drive themselves? Is Tesla analysis the answer? This is obvious. Okay. Tesla vehicles can drive themselves right now with human supervision. This means that the Tesla vehicle is capable of making mistakes and requires human drivers to pay attention. Tesla vehicles are not yet fully au- autonomous, but are in the process of being so fully autonomous. All right. Here we go. Tesla autopilot is the way Tesla vehicles drive themselves on the freeway and interstate. It's a pretty proven and robust way of driving that is safer than not having autopilot. Autopilot will change lanes for you and navigate your car for you on the freeway. It will brake and accelerate for you. It will notice cars around you and do its best to avoid collisions with any of them. It will signal with its blinker. So there you go. Hmm. But yeah, that's that's how it works. So if you look, I mean, at all that's that, not bad numbers. It's, they're not bad numbers at all. Like the numbers are actually pretty good. But I think the headline obviously looks much worse when it's like, oh, there was a car accident and nobody was driving. <laughs> that sounds way worse than, hey, there was right. a car accident and you know the guy, the guy in the driver's seat just fell asleep, right? Like that's much worse. It's like, oh yeah, there was a car accident. Two people died, but no one was driving. You immediately go, wait, what? Yeah, because it's new. It's like a new thing, and there's going to be the skepticism and. It's just an easy headline to make. It's like, you know, they keep cars keep hitting emergency vehicles. Do they keep hitting emergency vehicles? Eleven I, times. And the problem in is three right, this years. Is all, this is all off of trained information. So if everyone is if everyone was driving or not driving, if everything was automated, you wouldn't have I don't think you'd have any crashes. Right. No. And if it yeah, was all connected to the same network, right? If it's all connected to the same decentralized network that's sending information about where every car on the road is and basically you can have a world map of all the vehicles i mean wasn't this this was the plot to one of the fast was it a fast and furious movie where they were able to auto do a takeover cars the zombie cars yeah yeah was yeah, that fast that was and a, furious it was, it was of course fate, it, was. it was the fate of the furious that's right yeah charlie's so, own. she did it you know so like that would be the scary part right that's the that's the doomsday scenario someone hacks into the system and then takes over all the cars Exactly. But in the meantime, if no one was driving, you probably wouldn't have any accidents because all the automatic cars know what, what each other is doing. The problem is people aren't predictable. Yeah, you need to you need something like the uh, minority report system. Where they're all in the yeah, where everything's class. on like a magnetic rail. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. Now I never really understood how the that that movie kind of confused me. I love that movie, by the way. It's one of my favorite. It's great, movies. it's a great movie. But that it it confuses me because of how the seating arrangement is in the cars. Because there's a point where Tom Cruise is in just a normal car and just drives it like a normal person. But then there's yeah. another car where people are just like sitting there drinking champagne. And I don't understand if you're in a car just going sideways. Does that mean you're moving sideways, or do they all have these kind of pivoting seats? I thought too much about this, but I've seen the movie a lot of times. 
I've also thought about that girl who's doing the yoga position where she's basically has her head through her legs and I'm very confused. I think I remember that, that as the people in the in the baths and the girl being the powerful one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. precogs, the, right? Uh, the there was a girl and, right. two, and, two, and two guys and the girl was like, the you know, the other two were like lost without her. Yeah, the twins, Arthur and Dash. Yeah. Why do I know this? Doesn't matter. Yeah, the main girl was Agatha. Question. Why did you I know that? all these questions. Uh, uh, just I've seen this movie a lot of times. It's great. It's a really great movie. It's one of my favorites. Probably one of Spielberg's best. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Is it? Well, it's 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 one of his most unique. I don't know if it's I, one of his best. If though. you ask me which Spielberg movie do I want to watch at any given point, I'd probably say Minority Report. It's my favorite. Really? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, Steven Spielberg's made a lot of good movies. Yeah, I know. You're a big fan of The Terminal. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I would say any of the Indiana... Well, not any of the Indiana Jones. <laughs> the one from 2008 is not on that list. <laughs> but, but Raiders of the Lost Ark? It's good. Jurassic Park? It's good. Good movie. He's made Almost a lot of died. bangers. Well... That's not a movie I would choose to rewatch. But I'm just saying, if I think about <laughs> good movies from, like, I don't know if I, M- M- Minority Report might not even be top five. Wow. All right, I gotta go to the list here. Let's see. Top I mean, he also movie. made Jaws. Jaws is a classic. Sure, but again, I, I'm saying what I would want to rewatch to my now, taste. Now, of his movies of it's the 2000 most, I, and I beyond. Think, I think of movies I yes. like to. I, like fun movies that I like to rewatch and minority report is like one of the most fun movies full stop. I mean, I'm, I'm now looking at his, I, at his list. Ready player one is a fun movie. I think that movie didn't get the credit that it deserved for being not as awful as it could have been. It's <laughs> that movie had no I business. watched that movie. I have no interest in rewatching that movie. No, but that movie could have been way worse than it actually was. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I lied. Uh, 10 tins on that list too. That's also one of the most fun movies. Uh, yeah, look at that the uh, the the, the <laughs> your autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish my life was as interesting as Ten Tins. Come on, yeah, that's a great movie. I'm upset that those sequels never got made. Yeah, yeah. Again, Ten yeah. Tins too. It's a little too like same thing with like BFG, right? Like these are big things that are in the UK that people care about. Or yeah, Europe so I'm looking through this about. list. Americans here. don't the- care about Ten Tin. I'm looking through this list here. Um, again, a lot of good stuff here from Spielberg. I I still think Minority Report is my favorite of the Spielberg movies. But other close contenders, Cash Me If You Can, really fun, really fun movie. Yeah. And I'm going to throw a controversial pick here. And I, I know you've given me shit about this before, but The Lost World, Jurassic Park, love a Jurassic Park with a lot of gold bloom. And that that one delivers that. Uh, that, so, that movie's terrible. It's so I bad. Know, I know, but it's so it's much fun. It's so bad. And then, of course, Tintin. I already said Tintin. But yeah, Tintin's better than... Uh, than I mean, I, I sure. look at this list. He made the color purple. Yeah. Oh, I'm not Empire saying... The there's I, better... I mean, his, his, his from 75 to 95. Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Love that I mean, I'm, I mean, from, I mean, I want to run down this list. Jaws, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, 1941, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., Temple of Doom, Color Purple, Empire of the Sun, Last Crusade, Hook, Jurassic Park, Schindler's List. Uh-huh. I mean, right right there alone has half of that list that's better than 
that's better than Minority Report. And I like Who, Minority Report. I don't dislike who's it. Who's watching Schindler's List more than one time? Oh, that's a terrible movie, but man, was it great. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just one of those things. I'm talking about a movie I want to go back and watch that I really enjoy the whole way through. I don't I don't yeah. need the depressing stuff. Give me give me Tom Cruise jumping from car to car in uh, Yeah, Minority Report was Minority fun. Report. I've seen Minority Report quite a bit. So I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on the fun. So good. Um the worst so part you- of that movie is when he eats that rotten sandwich. That is the worst part of that movie. Uh, the the eye thing's pretty worse, pretty bad as well. But it's all in the same. It's all in the same thing yeah. where he gets the eyes replaced. Then he, it's like there is a scene. I don't know why the scene is in this movie because otherwise it's a perfect movie, right? But this scene where like the guy replaces his eyes and he's like, "I made a sandwich for you," and there's a bottle of milk. And then for some reason, in this in this fridge of horrors, there is a completely rotten sandwich right next to the perfectly fine sandwich <laughs> and then there is a completely spoiled bottle of milk right next to the perfectly fine milk so of course tom cruise being blind at this point while his recent eye surgery is healing eats the disgusting sandwich and then eats the and then drinks the spoiled milk and it's just really upsetting and then you just get past those like 15 seconds and the movie's perfect yeah so yeah that's that just shows you where my head's at i don't have well, taste I guess. Well, look, I think that's where I mean, I mean, th- that's that's kind of what the problem is, because he was able to take over manual control of that car as well. At some point, wasn't he? Wasn't he able to grab the? Yeah, thing yeah, and, he was he was basically yeah. there's a whole there's an awesome action scene where he's like fighting Colin Farrell in this like car in this Lexus. It was like obnoxious product placement, but it was a Lexus again, not looking this up. I just know this off the top of my head. It is a Lexus car assembly line automated assembly line and they are having this fight while this car is being assembled around them and it's awesome and then they think like it kills tom cruise the next thing you know it just pops up in this assembled car and just drives off in manual control and it's great movie's great it's an awesome awesome movie if you haven't seen minority report see that movie i don't even know how we got here but the point is i don't think tesla's anything to worry about (laughs) no i think tesla's fine and I think all automatic, like all autonomous car driving cars is fine. Humans will ruin it for the first 10 years because we'll we'll get in a car and we'll be drunk and we'll be doing all this other stupid stuff that we shouldn't be doing. Right. You'll be you'll be not paying attention. You'll accidentally hit the gas when you're not supposed to. You'll set the settings wrong. Like it's humans that mess up the autonomous driving. I personally think and I'll say this just knowing that the uh, the cryptocurrency market is booming. This is where decentralization of things could be awesome because you could actually connect every car to itself. Yeah, it'd be great. I just think it's cool that we can do this. I, I would have thought that if you said, hey, we're going to have self-driving cars, how would you do it? I was like, well, you got to basically rework the roads, right? I don't even think you need roads. to rework the word. But that's what I'm honest. saying is like yeah. you get to this point where things are smart enough and mapped enough where the, one of the coolest things I ever saw at CES is a car showing you a bird's eye view of a car that you are driving. I was like, how the hell is this possible? Yeah, my car does that when I park. It does that. It's awesome. Yeah, it it's like one of the coolest things ever. You're like, well, how is that possible? There's no cameras on top of your well, car. What it, well, it's interesting. It like takes my- pictures of everything around it. Well, the truck and the truck that I own, right? So I own I own a big earth killing truck. <laughs> it's great. All right. <laughs> Brag about it, what else? Sure. Um, and there's 15 sensors on it. I think. Yeah. 
12, 15 sensors on it. So basically this thing kind of parks itself because it knows where it is and it's got something like six cameras on it. So it kind of it kind of knows the size of the car, obviously, based on all your sensors. And it's got cameras to track where you are, you know, along the curb, you know, in front of you, behind you. And then when you go to park, it basically shows you the image of your car as you're parking. It gives you lines, gives you trajectory, gives you everything. It's great. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's really cool. Yeah. So you think about that and things are only going to get better. It's like the fact that it knows everything around your vicinity. Why can't it just all you need to do is put in that logic. And well, and if everything is just road. connected to a network, right? Before you join the road, your yeah. car basically, when you turn it on, it pings up on the network that your car is active and all the other cars are now aware of, hey, there's another car on the network. This is what it looks like. This is where it's located. And then all the cars in the network essentially knows where everything is around its sphere of influence. And that way it knows how to avoid things. It gets a full blood out of the road. It will know when there's an accident. It knows when there's flooding. It knows everything, right? Because the car, it kind of does that now. When you're on Google when you're on Google Maps, Google Maps knows where every that is the network because it goes, yep. oh, look at all these Google users. This is why you're slow down 20 minutes because there's a bunch of people sitting in their car and Google's pinging. Hey, we're not moving. We're yep. not moving. Nothing's happening. And then it tells me, hey, just actually take this exit because all those cars up there with their Google phones are stuck. So go That's this right. way. So we're kind of already doing it. Just the cars don't do it themselves. And that'd be cool if they did. It's only a matter of time. It's very exciting. Exciting stuff. I welcome it. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about OnlyFans, shall we? It's the big news of the week. In I asked Brittany if she wanted to join this. Unfortunately, she didn't bring her microphone with her. She's down in Ocean City now where I was. but uh, So she didn't bring her microphone. She couldn't join. Did you did, um, did, did, did you meet Brittany's, Brittany's child? I don't, I, don't know, I don't remember Brittany's child's name, but I've seen pictures. Her child is adorable. Uh, her name is Kaya. And yes, I have. We, uh, we got breakfast when I was down in Ocean City one day before work hours you're gonna judge me for that shit um but yeah very very cute baby work hours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the work's never done uh all right freedom from Engadget for their oh my god this is a mistake okay let me go back to my original source i think we're shorter <laughs> hang on hang on let's see here what do i do here uh yeah okay this is good reading from inputmag.com OnlyFans is banning porn. The company announced today. This was when was this? This was three days ago. This is on August 19th. It's a surprise move meant to protect its partnership with banks and payment providers. The platform will still allow creators to post nude photos and videos, but not any sexually explicit conduct. The change goes into effect starting in October. The decision comes as the London-based company has reported has reportedly been struggling to raise new funding despite monumental growth because investors are cautious or contractually prohibiting from or prohibited from investing in adult content. But being a major platform for adult creators, OnlyFans risks alienating the very users who made it big in the first place. OnlyFans confirmed the decisions in a statement shared with input. Reading from this quote. Effective October 1st, 2021, OnlyFans will prohibit the posting of any content containing sexually explicit conduct in order to ensure the long-term sustainability of the platform and to continue to host an inclusive community of creators and fans. We must evolve our content guidelines. 
Creators will continue to be allowed to post content containing nudity as long as it is consistent with our acceptable use policy. These changes <laughs> are to comply with the requests of our banking partners and payout providers. We will be sharing more details in the coming days, and we will actively support and guide our creators through this change in content guidelines and quote. So wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hang so, on. I, I think I should read this other part as well. Okay, go for it. Adding, adding insult to injury, OnlyFans added that it, quote, remains dedicated to our community of 130 million users and wow. over 2 million creators that have earned over $5 billion on Whoa. our platform, end quote. Wow. When asked by input what would happen to the existing not safe for work content posted to OnlyFans prior to the October 1st cutoff, a spokesperson noted the official statement is, quote, all we have to share at this stage, end quote. So I, I want to go think, back I, over. I also, all right, sorry. One more thing. I'm going to read this one line and then I'll stop. OnlyFans me brings- off. <laughs> You're right. OnlyFans brings in money hand over fist with revenue estimated to reach $2.5 billion in 2022 on total sales of $12.5 billion. Normally, any other startup with that type of revenue would have no trouble raising money. Go on. So I wanted you to go back to what's actually changing because it said they're banning sexually explicit content, but nudity is still allowed. So what does that mean? Like, is this sort of it's pornography? And you know it when you see it. Yeah, I is think it's like no, we're doing? no porn. If you're gonna pose naked, like porn, I guess would be you know sexual acts. But if you're going to just pose because, nude, well, then sure. I mean, you can pose fine. nude and like let's like like again, like if you're an artist, I've seen more nude people just through doing art that's not sexual in any nature. They're just nude. Right, and keep so telling yourself form that, and things, and yeah, again, I, I I've got a degree in it, so you know, say yeah, what you come want. O- come over, come over, <laughs> pose for me. I have a degree. It's fine. I've got a degree. No, let me take a look. I'm a doctor. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all right. No, trust me. I got a brush. Whatever, we'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but I guess that's the differentiation, right? If you're, and if you got an OnlyFans account and you're doing modeling for artists, mm-hmm. you can do that. But if you're Doing sexually explicit things, as in using, you know, objects or other human beings to be part of your content, that's a problem, right? Yeah. Is that, is that am I okay to assume that's what that's what the new terms and policies are? I suppose, yeah. Now, at the same time, what else is now? I know OnlyFans started as like a Patreon, because Patreon is OnlyFans without nudity. Yeah, but that also exists on Patreon. So I guess what I heard is that this kind of stuff basically puts it in line with Patreon rules. Yeah. Because Patreon also has plenty of not safe for work stuff as well. Well, that you our, can subscribe to. The, the art the art that we found a couple of years ago with the shark. That was that was not on Patreon. That was on Patreon. Okay. That was not the, the with the two dick shark, that was something else. <laughs> that was like <sighs> a that was specifically like a porn focused version okay. of so Patreon. But if but I'm gonna I'm gonna look things up because I'm pretty like if you look at Patreon top earners and I'm looking at this in an incognito window, most of them are <laughs> Patreon's porn. top earners are porn. I think it's like Graftreon. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay, that's interesting because I always thought that my my idea of the way this broke down was 
if you're a woman or a guy and you want to be naked and do things, go to OnlyFans. If you're a creator, if you're someone who's got a YouTube channel or creates things or does like a lot of people in my industry who do like tutorials for Unreal, right? They make extra money by saying, hey, come subscribe to my Patreon and I'll release tutorials and scene files and things for you to look at. That was how I always yeah. split the two up. Okay. So I'm looking at, so basically I'm looking at Graftreon. All right. I'm going to send you this link so you could look this up as well if you mm-hmm. like. Um, you know, you're going to learn some stuff today. Um, basically, if you look at the top, top 50 overall, that it only takes four entries to get to the the first NSFW one, okay. which is Dark Cookie. Oh, this loaded in a non-incognito. So let Dark me Cookie over. is making adult <laughs> is making adult games okay. on Patreon. Sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Then you scroll down, wow, you get a few more. Month. Woo! Yeah. Then you scroll down, Whoa. you get a little further, you get a project Helios. I need to make some explicit game making seventy-eight grand a month. Wow. And look at this. This dude Tim Dillon, who's got a podcast, is making 172000 a month. See, this is why you gotta release the episodes on time. There's hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars waiting out there for us. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So then you go down further, uh Project Helios. This is also making an adult game, adult VR game. It's interesting. There's way less adult content, though, than you would have thought, to be honest. This one's making... Well, these are the top 50. These are the top 50 in the platform of But there's a lot of podcasts, which is actually super surprising to me. (laughs) There's a lot of podcasts on this thing. Yeah, sure. And then you could go to... So, yeah, MXR. One guy's making Skyrim and Fallout 4 mods. That's NSFW. This one's creating ASMR, interactive fiction. That's also NSFW. There's a lot of these that have more than 10,000 Patreons. Like, if you think about it this way... If you have more than 10,000 Patreons, you're earning at least $10,000 per month, which is pretty good if you're just one person. I mean, it's pretty good yeah. if you're two people, right? But yeah, there's a lot of porn here in the top 50. And then at the top, you see adult games, adult photography, adult video. Like these are all things that are on Patreon. So, you know, there's, there's yeah, an audience but it's for that. More, are... It's more like actually creating, and that's not fair. What's the best way to put this? It's creating because it's like actually creating a product. Well, you're making a product if you're on all. Yeah, but again, this is a product that like I can buy into and then upgrade, right? Like a lot of these things are mods on games or like this. I'm looking through this dark cookie thing, and look, it's all it's all safe for work because you got to pay to see stuff. <laughs> so I'm I'm safe here. You got to actually pay to unlock to see stuff, but it's like wallpapers and like, hey, there's a new level that's been released, beta test the level. Like it's stuff like that that's maybe it's like not making as a game. Like it's the game. He's making is a game, right? And, but it's most of these seem game. to be like adult video making. Game. It's like ongoing to create a product, like a tangible product. And I'm, I'm coming up trying because again, what do you, what these girls are creating and these guys are creating on OnlyFans, I'm assuming, is a tangible product. But it's not like, hey. Buy this and you get X amount. I assume OnlyFans is more personal. Like it's much more of a fan interaction versus like, hey, it's, help us continue oh, yeah. this prod- product, right? A lot of these are like, hey, we're creating this thing. If you like the thing that we're creating, pay so we can keep creating more of it. Where OnlyFans to me seems much more like from what I've from what I've read is it's a lot more pretty much sex workers having a more safe place to do their job. So instead of prostitution or instead of campsites it's much more like i control what i put out there when i put out there 
when I put it out there and I can actually interact with people directly in the way that I want to, in the way that makes me feel that I own my own product. That was my understanding of why OnlyFans got so popular because it, for the first time, empowered the women and the men in the sex industry to do things on their terms versus the exploitation of pornography and cam sites and everything else. Yeah. I mean, if you're just going to post pictures of yourself nude or something like that, it's just a, it's another vehicle to do it. Well, it's a vehicle that you've got more control over. I suppose. That, that's but the you big still thing. Have... It was the control of the But content. it sounds like this. Yeah. The, the other thing with this headline is that it seems like it's a bit, it's being blown out of proportion a bit to the point where I think a lot of these, these, um, these people that are on the site that that have the biggest audiences most of them are sharing news and things like that they're not actually showing you know them having sex or anything like that i don't think they're actually doing that i don't know maybe there are some that who are the that. top people on OnlyFans? can you look that up uh probably let's see top because i because i would agree with you because the one time we talked about OnlyFans on this on this podcast i believe was what's the girl who was making those weird videos of oh, selling her bathwater. Was that an OnlyFans thing? Oh, no, somebody no, else. That was the girl just a that was selling streamer. her bathwater. Yeah, yeah I know okay. what you're talking about. I don't know. But I'm assuming it's like that, right? Like with these girls, like sure, they're attractive and, they, and they're wearing bathing suits and they're wearing less clothes. But they're not, like you said, they're not engaging in what you would kind of consider pornography. It's much oh. more like, hey, I'm really popular on Twitch. And now here's some more pictures of me in a, in a bathing suit or lingerie or something else. Uh, I don't think I want to sign in to actually see this. <laughs> Go ahead and sign in. You know you got an account. I've never made an account on OnlyFans. And yeah, neither have I. That's why I don't know exactly what's on there. I'm assumption. I'm assuming that. All right, so I found besttoppers.com. I got this, I got this, this man of many. Yeah. I got this man of many article here. Let's Holy crap! Thing. The monthly earnings on this. If so this is true, Black China. Wow. Who says, are you looking at the same thing I am? Uh, I'm looking at yeah, Black China's number one. Yeah, are you looking at her estimated monthly earning? Yeah, it says twenty million dollars oh, a crap. month. That's wild. <laughs> twenty yeah. bucks a month is a subscription fee. At twenty, she's making twenty million a month. Wow, what is what is OnlyFans Damn. doing? I would wait. Hang just on a second. <laughs> she crazy. said she said a high subscription rate upon joining OnlyFans and has since lowered the rate to a reasonable nineteen ninety nine per month. Nineteen ninety nine for the Netflix. For what? What are you giving me? Just so I could see your boobs? Like this is is it worth? And it? I I don't even know if you even get that because she's a I believe Black China is like an actual like a, she's a reality TV show entrepreneur model like she doesn't actually have to do that. Dude, I'm looking at this girl. I'm not paying $19.99 a month for this. Like, I'm not. I mean, it's a lot of money. It's a, a lot, lot of money, money, but she's making twenty million. Twenty million. Oh, she's she's rolling with some Kardashians. Yeah, no, thank you. All right, number two, Bella Thorne. Why does that sound? Familiar? That sounds like a porn name. <laughs> that sounds like a Bella fake Thorne name. OnlyFans account. Uh, let's see. Helped kick off the Celebrities uh, with the explosion of Disney. The former Disney star continues to use the platform to her advantage. However, her widely publicized rollout wasn't exactly free of controversy. Not only was a former Disney star called out by sex workers for gentrifying the site, but she initially promised news and failed to deliver. Oh, how dare you? Wow. How dare you? You're teasing. So 11 million a month. And I think you're right. Cause like Cardi B is number, th- is number three. 
I don't think Cardi B is posting. I mean, she, again, I I don't think she's posting anything more than what you would see Cardi B in normally. She only so has only six po- six photos. <laughs> and, and she's made sure. and monthly nine point nine million dollars a month. This reminds me of the. Uh, this is this is like uh, Idiocracy, the uh, the Maya Rudolph character, character when she was like dragging along this guy she's like yeah i'm just gonna need this money but i will see you tomorrow and she's like yeah girl yeah i'll see that tomorrow and then she's like yeah all right sure just give me the money now <laughs> the guy just keeps better next up is taiga the only reason i know who this guy is because he's got like some chicken nugget thing that's on uh, seamless <laughs> I don't know anything about this guy. Otherwise, he's posting his dick. Like, other other than he's on? selling, hey, he's selling chicken nuggets. He's on OnlyFans, but that's what I mean. I don't know. I don't think he's posting naked pictures on OnlyFans. But again, I think this was kind of what they were saying: is OnlyFans was originally made for people like Tyga and Cardi B and Black China and, and these actual like legitimate stars to come in and give exclusive content to their fans who are willing to pay a monthly subscription. So if you're OnlyFans and you're looking at this top list, I mean, how many? A lot of these people are just models, right? Singer, actress, um, Safri Samuels, career as a rapper, songwriter, TV personality. Oh, so Belle like Delphine, not, that's the girl. That's, that's the one with the bathwater. Yeah. But again, she's not getting naked. So the top list of these people, while sure they're posting photos that in 1950s would have made you blush. But now it's no. I don't think it's it's just more exclusive than I'm assuming what you Did see you on the down Instagram? and see this guy uh, Nico Cado Avocado. <laughs> no, I did not see this. You see this guy's <laughs> this guy's in Florida. He's just like this chubby white dude. Like, what's going on here? So I wonder how much money OnlyFans will actually lose. In comparison to, because what what I had read and what I don't think was in your article, that there's two reasons why this really happened, right? Why OnlyFans decided to take this turn. One, because they're actually getting venture capital money. So someone wants to turn this platform into something much bigger than it is. And I'm assuming that means much more inclusive of stars and stars are probably saying, I don't know if I want to be associated with a porn site, right? Like... I'd love to, you know, I'm John Travolta and I want people to come to my OnlyFans site so they can actually see exclusive, you know, chats with me or kind of like cameo, right? Because the dude from The Office, the dude that played Kevin from The Office is the, is the highest earner on cameo because he just, he just like, hey, Jason, your friend John wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Like that, that that's what, <laughs> like that's kind of, there's all these platforms where stars can actually control a bit of their own content. And I think that's what OnlyFans started as. And at some point, it became this place for any girl who wanted to make a little bit of money or any guy who wanted to make a little bit of money just get naked and have sex for, for their for fans, in quotes, right? For people just to subscribe to their thing. So that's the first thing I heard was that the venture capital money goes, eh, I don't know if we really want to be associated with this. And the other one was that it's very hard to police this type of content and unfortunately when you have this type of adult consenting content what also gets through is the non-consensual content of non-adults and specifically payment with this right is normally through the big three visa mastercard american express and visa and mastercard aren't playing this game where it's like oh we didn't realize that there was child pornography on our website Visa MasterCard's going, then you're not going to get payments from us. Like, you, you, you're not allowed to use our system for your payment anymore. 
And Visa and MasterCard, for as much as everyone loves cryptocurrency, Visa makes that many transactions is bit like it's it's worlds over. They make fifty thousand transactions a second. It's something crazy of how much Visa and MasterCard actually dominate the financial space. So OnlyFans was having a lot of sketchy content that they were or were not policing very well. And Visa and MasterCard said, Hey, we don't actually want any part of this. If you've got, you know, if you've got child pornography on here or you've got unconsensual pornography on here we don't want any part of this platform you're not allowed to take payments from us and that alone will make any company changes and i believe that's what happened to um what was it tumblr i think it was the same thing where they're like yeah. nope tumblr no more no more nude content i think it happened to to Pornhub was the other place that that happened to where they had to get rid of all all content that wasn't licensed and 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 put out by someone so if you decided to make a tape of yourself, there's no way for them to verify that what you're doing is consensual or that you're of legal age. And yeah. so MasterCard and Visa said, well, you want to take payments from us? Then you got to remove all this stuff that isn't verified by age, isn't verified by all these other things. So those are the two things that I had read of why this, why OnlyFans has taken this turn. I tend to believe that to leave both of those as in, well, if I got venture capital money and you're going to give me seed money and eventually maybe get bought out by some big company then if I started a place like this, I'm good. I get my money and I can walk away from this thing. And I personally don't want to be going to jail because some some crazy person is posting child pornography on my website. Yeah. But that's got to be something that could be regulated by the audience themselves, right? Like you can have people flag and be like, hey, this is a problem. And you review it. Then you're like, oh, we got to get this shit off. Well, I mean, and right? If, if especially you, if something like this, where you have to sign up, create an account. But I mean, that's the thing, though, right? This is what I don't understand. But if you have companies, to subscribe to it, though, wait a minute. If you got to subscribe to it, you could easily have child pornography, and no one knows because you just have to be a subscriber. It's not open. I no, can't you, go to Black China's website and see her content have, without paying her money, right? You'd have to have moderators on the back end who can see this and be like, "Hey, this is a problem." I was in, I went to the MindGeek office. I was in it. MindGeek is the company that owns Pornhub, right? They have people there that actually, and this was before they put on all those restrictions. They had people there that just like watched the content. Which has to be a terrible job. It's got to be be the, it's an Awful. awful job. Because if you see all the fucked up shit that's on there, imagine what didn't get on there. It's okay. got to change you. It's got to make you think awful things about human beings. It has oh, to. You can't. You couldn't possibly do that job. Nobody could do that. No, job. no, no. I, 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 I think it would like crush your week. soul. Yeah. I, again, I, I think it would make you lose all faith in humanity. Yeah, that job would have to come with like you, you'd basically spend like therapy. If you're in an eight-hour <laughs> workday, you'd have two hours of doing that and six hours of therapy. Like that's kind <laughs> of how that job would go. But anyway, what I'm getting at is the company's bringing in. It said. $2.5 billion on total sales of $12.5 billion. All right. Why? I don't understand. At what point do you have enough money to have a leverage where it's like, no, we're going to make our own rules? What we'll makes sure nothing illegal is going on here? But no, if we're going to keep the things they are because this is our business. And the reason our business works is because of the rules we have. We'll make sure nothing illegal happens. The law will handle that stuff and we'll flag anything that's illegal. But up until that point, 
we're going to keep doing things our way. And if you don't want to work with us, fine. We'll work with somebody else. And if they don't want to work the, with us, we'll make our own platform well, to make I think it work because we have $2.5 billion in cash. But again, I don't think that's enough. And I don't think that's enough. And I would say the interesting thing is I wonder how much of a moral dilemma the OnlyFans creator have had since, you know, because this I would say that blew up during lockdown, right? When I think OnlyFans has been a thing for a while, but it really blew up to what it is now where basically anybody can start up an OnlyFans website and be very successful. I think that started during lockdown, and I don't think that they expected their platform to become what it is now. I think that got away from them. And sure, you make a lot of money through it, but if your original idea was, hey, I'm making a platform that allows for people to connect with The Rock, and it turns into, well, now this is just where your next-door neighbor posts their their sex tapes, I, I, I don't know if that's what I want my company to be. And if someone who's got venture capital money in the billions of dollars goes, look, let's say we keep 10% of our current clientele. Let's say the other 90% go build another platform or go somewhere else. And I give you that $2.5 billion backfall that you're going to lose. What would you take if your original idea for your platform was not, not for it to be what it is now? I don't know. You'd take the venture capital money. I would. I, su- I, would I say, suppose. Look, it, but it why? Me, it gets I don't, me here's out of I, this. Yeah, it but here's the other thing. It gets me out of being a porn site. I didn't want to be a porn site. Look, I don't but, care if people post naked pictures, but I, I don't want all that other stuff. I never did. And I think then that's, shut it. Then shut yeah. it down because it's you. Basically, this is what you are. Otherwise, you're what are you? You're like an exclusive Twitter. Guess what? Twitter's free. You can yeah, but again, people are willing to pay for non-naked pictures of Cardi B. She's got six photos, and they're paying because they get a cut of her nine point three. Yeah, because million they're dollars. waiting for the moment that she might post a naked photo. But again, though, that alone, you might posting still gets me twenty percent of nine million dollars for one person. Yeah. And what if I get more Cardi B's and less, you know, mom next door? But you don't have that that potential. Like, okay, let, let me wait. But I do. To, though. Let me, well, please, just, let me try to break this out. Billions of dollars. I want to break this down though, because mm-hmm. OnlyFans right now has a reputation of being a site that is basically we'll call it directed directed porn. Right, like it's I'm exclusive trying to pornography. Find, I'm trying to find, yeah, exactly. Yes. Fair enough. It's a good call. Exclusive pornography. I sign up for OnlyFans. I search Cardi B. She's there. I register with the expectation that that's what's going to come out of it because of the reputation that this site has. If you're saying now it's gone, like there's no more porn, everything's going away, which is not actually true based yeah. on what the actual definition is then that all of a sudden removes the interest of even showing up to the first place and being like, well, what celebrities on here that's going to show me naked pictures of themselves, but, right? But again, though, naked pictures aren't banned. So what you're waiting I for from Cardi B I understand, but this is still a reality, right? That's still right, a reality. But this is, right, but this is the PR messaging that they have. This is the problem. This is the problem with the PR messaging. Because they changed this stuff, but no, but I don't think I don't think that was ever in their PR messaging. I don't. I think they became they became kind of a joke. They became well, whatever. It's like with, it's like uh, with, well, it's like I'm just Taco quit my Bell. job and start a and start an OnlyFans website. I mean, you're right because it's like Taco Bell, where Taco Bell leaned into the fact of like, hey, everyone who's eating Taco Bell at four in the morning is either drunk or high. Yes, exactly. I'm glad you picked <laughs> up on that because I'm sure some people are like Taco Bell. What the fuck is he talking about? But, yeah, exactly. But again, there's 
but again, but Taco Bell still fresh menu. They still have all these other things of during the day. It's not just getting cheap tacos at four in the morning. It's getting, you know, hey, we've got this fresca menu. We've got all these other things. So you can still get the cheap and dirty, but we also want our platform to be something bigger than what it is. And I think that's why that combined with the problem of if you're really having a hard time policing your content, it makes you pretty liable if if there's child pornography rings happening on OnlyFans. Yeah, and that's something that you can shut down. I don't think it's as easy to shut down as you think it is. Like, I think policing child pornography is hard. If you have a closed platform and you're moderating the creators, like the moment something goes up, someone sees it. They're like, okay, cool. That's fine. That's fine. But again, but my point is this is subscription only. So you're only going to see it if you're looking for it. I'm not I'm not talking about the public face thing. I'm talking about the moderators in the back end. But even so, like I don't know what their moderation at the back end looks like. It might have gotten to a point where it was unsustainable. Oh, where it's this a minimum thing wage job. So you have two point five billion dollars. They went for the yeah, to your but, point. It, it's exactly the point that you brought up. You're gonna take the VC money instead of actually keeping yeah. the money that you have. It's like give me the, yeah, wh- the only way I could possibly yeah, get more money why not? is if I clean up some stuff. Yeah, so instead I get money on the table. money, and then I I don't think they are. I, only I think fans what they're doing will is, not yeah. only fans will not exist in five years because of this. This PR alone because of this. That's interesting because I, I I would say it won't it won't exist in five years because the internet is a very fickle place. <laughs> well, there's that, <laughs> and, but I also think that you know, this this PR for them is going to be is going to be irrecoverable. I think. Well, I, I, and, I and because, just think and the other thing this, is, it's honestly not that bad because they're still they going to be able this... to do the exact same thing. So unless they have every creator out there that's at the top that's coming out and saying, hey, this does not affect my content. Hey, this doesn't affect my content. Hey, this doesn't affect my content. If you get all that stuff going, then they'll be fine. But if they don't, right now, this has been a terrible week for them. I, look, I, I don't, it's funny because I don't necessarily know if it's been bad. I, I think it's. I think they're in a very interesting position because I, I don't agree with you that this thing is just it's over. I think a lot of people will leave, but I think a lot of the people who are going to leave are the people that necessarily you didn't nece- that you didn't want in the first place. I think this happened by accident, and I know that's crazy to say, but I think over the last eighteen, nineteen months of lockdowns and COVID and all these things, this platform turned into something completely different from what the from what the originate from what the crea- creators originally wanted. It turned into something different. And so they hit a crossroads. They go, well, what do we do? Do we lean into this and basically just go, hey, look, this is a pornography site. And we're going to we're gonna turn OnlyFans into we know what it is. And we've got to then pay the back end money to, you know, we get bought out by Mind, was Mind Freak or whoever. We get bought off by one of these big conglomerates. And they run Mind this Geek. thing. We try Mind to get Geek. out of it. Just ridiculous. Mind, whatever. Again, I don't sure. Mind, Mind Freak sounds better for what it is. <laughs> um. Or do you actually try to make your platform what you originally had wanted it to be? And you're going a bit more towards a, hey, look, there's still exclusive content. You can still be naked. You just can't do the the hardcore things, which to me seems kind of reasonable if you're a platform that kind of got away from like, look, I don't care if you want to show, you know, if you want to have naked photos, you're a model. Great. And people want to exclusively play for seeing you naked. Fine. But I don't necessarily know if I want your next door neighbor having sex tapes out there and making the money that they're making that, you know, sure, they're making 30 grand a month, right? That's a great living. But 30 grand a month for OnlyFans is a drop in the bucket when Cardi B can get you $9.45 million a year. 
So I I think this was a, I think this decision was made very strategically. I think this is a decision that took a lot of time because someone had to do the numbers that said, if we do this, what does our business look like? And I am going to say I applaud them if their original vision was not this. And they're actually going to try and correct their course into what they want as a company. That takes guts because the easiest thing is to do exactly what you said. Just keep doing what you're doing. You're making bank. Don't stop. Moderate it. Get some more, like you said, get some butts and seats. Have them moderate the content and just close your eyes for the fact that your your the thing you created turned into something else and just own it. That's the well, easy way. I, out. I did not I think. I, just was, to be yeah. clear, I am not condoning any of the illegal stuff that's happening. No, but you're saying that you can moderate it. You can you can yes. come up with systems that help moderate it. But I'm looking at this going, but exactly. that's not what I want in the first place. If I don't want not only the illegal stuff, if I don't want hardcore pornography on my on my platform. Then this if, is how you get that's out what, of it. If that's what you're saying, cool. But that's not what they're doing. They're caving to the banks. And that's honestly the, one of the other concerns as well, which is that like the banks control everything. Bill Burr's right. And Look, the banks control everything. But they, there's a reason. We've talked about it a couple times on this. There's a reason why cryptocurrency is so interesting. Because when you decentralize all of this and Visa and MasterCard don't have that level of power anymore where they can completely stop stop what you want to put on your platform it becomes very hard to decide who can and who can't do something so that that's what i saw the other thing is you see all these people talking about well maybe we should just use bitcoin i'm like well that's not bitcoin is kind of a mess bitcoin's become something different but the whole idea of decentralizing the way that payments and the way that interactions are this is exactly what your next version of OnlyFans should be, because then it's basically sex Patreon. workers and They're their, and their clientele. But you're, but, but again, it's not centralized. Right now, why is only why is everyone so upset at OnlyFans? It's centralized. All your content goes to OnlyFans. Everyone connects to OnlyFans. This is the only place where this happens. Is at OnlyFans. I'm going to sign in. It, you're done. I'm going to use my Google account and I'm going to sign into OnlyFans for the first time right now. I'm going to tell you exactly so, what it shows up. But look, okay. this, this is why this first is thing interesting. I see. First yeah. thing I see are some boobs. <laughs> of course, because that's what it's become, and they're trying to get out of it. And they're trying to get out of it. And they're getting out of this by, by they went to an investor pitch and said, look, we understand this is what our business is, and it's been very successful. But take away the nudity and the hardcore You say this is not their – okay. This is where your whole argument falls apart because yeah. – the first thing that shows up, all right, the second post, it says, caution, it's getting spicy. And, and, so, and something like this, out of the box, answers all your burning questions. Well, whatever. All right, never mind. This is about eating wings. But it's like a girl and uh, you know, it's a sexy girl. <laughs> but, but but again, that's my point, though, is that like I, I, think, I think they've, if I can put my mind into a company, I think they've struggled with what they've become over the last six months. I really, like, it's very interesting to see this happen when I kind of thought, well, that's just what, that's what they are. Like they've leaned into this. Good for them. They're just going to do it. And they're given a safe space for sex workers to control their own clientele and control their money and don't need pimps and, you know, porn producers and all the evils of these industries. And quite honestly, men, right. It removes the men from the equation and allows for a lot of women to make very good incomes by putting out the content that they want to put out. Yeah. Honestly, and I'm thinking that's a noble goal. Like, sure. This, is it a little seedy? Is it a little too much for me? Sure. But if if you're creating a company and you can go, look, hey, we're just giving people a safe space to to earn to earn money. And I think they look at this and go, but this isn't what we wanted to build. This isn't it. This uh 
this site is basically just Twitter. Okay, I don't think it will be hard to create now what I would have done if I were them. Yeah, Cardi B I would have started. Posts. I would have let OnlyFans turn into this, and I would have started a different company. $5. I would have made a conglomerate of this and said, hey, look, venture capitalist, we've proved that we could do this with OnlyFans, but now we're going to create something different, and we need your money to help us create something different. Here's what OnlyFans is doing, right? Here's the good Khalid side of Black China, China et cetera, here. et cetera. But th- that's, that's my point. Like, I think that there's enough big – they saw the big star list and said – if I get rid of all the girls next door, how much does it really affect my business? And what if I make exclusive partnerships with Fat Joe and Black China and Cardi B and all these other people? That's where the money is. The money's not in letting some college student, you know, earn some beer money. Like, it's great for her. It's not great for OnlyFans. OnlyFans is not making their big bucks off of that. But that has a lot more complications and issues on trying to moderate that to a scale versus making a partnership deal with Fat Joe. And when Fat Joe releases a concert, you can go watch it on OnlyFans. I guess. So I think it's interesting. I think it's very – because it would have been very – me and you both would have just gone, well, I'm making $2.5 billion a year. If that's what you want to use on my platform, God bless you. I'm good. I'll deal with the MasterCard and Visa stuff to keep them quiet. And if they don't want to play ball, I'll go find someone else to give me money. I'll be fine because I've built this crazy platform. But not if you've got big venture capital goals and you've got a vision and you're able to see that vision through and go, you know, I'm going to have to cut off some of these little guys in order to make my vision come true. Man, that is like some real capitalist, like, evil level stuff because you're basically telling all these other people well go find another platform or go build your own like you said you're giving up money because you think you can make it back and that's bold i think that takes that takes some real insight for a company i don't think that's the easy way out at all i don't i think the easy way out is to do exactly what me and you would have done which is just moderate the hell out of it and keep making my 2.5 billion yeah yeah i think as long as you're not doing anything illegal why not? Yeah. So we'll see what happens because I'm sure someone will come up. People have already probably started creating their own content. But you're right. The PR side of things, like you said, different world, right? Holistically, great. We're going to build a new platform. But you, like you said, you could OnlyFans could have killed its brand because there's enough people who go, well, you don't support sex workers. You don't su- support the health and safety of this, that, and the other. I don't want to use your platform at all because your name is now tainted with someone pulled the rug from us. Yeah. And that could sink it anyways. This thing could yep. this thing could go belly up, <laughs> anyways. Yeah, we'll and, see what happens. You know, yeah. I've heard a it's lot of. Uh, yeah. I mean, Patreon was one of these things where every so often, because I listen to podcasts, I subscribe to a couple of things on Patreon, and um, there's a few times where they'll talk some shit about, oh, things are changing on Patreon, something like that. And people are like, oh my god, is this the end of Patreon? It's never the end of Patreon. Patreon never positioned itself as that kind of site it always has those things but it was never positioned as the exclusive provider of those specific types of things so even though adult you know we talked about there, adult games is a big part of patreon it's not when you think of patreon that's not what you think about what you think of i didn't even know they had adult games on patreon to be honest yeah but they're some of the biggest earners but their positioning is very different. Here you have something where the positioning is, whether it was intentional or not, that is what the positioning is. When you think OnlyFans, mm-hmm. you think you think porn. 
whether or not that is by their definition of porn or it's just somebody sending naked pictures, you think I'm subscribed to an LA fans because I want to see I want to see that girl's boobs, you know? And now that you have this PR, even if it's not going to impact it explicitly on what they can do, on what these top earners are doing, it's still going. It's I still think it could be an irrecoverable PR mishap that there is nothing you could have done with it because you had to make that change. And any change to that policy has to be public because that's your brand. So if you you want to know own it or you don't and you're not going to own it, you try to change it. Good luck. Good luck. I don't want anybody to fail. But, you know, we talked about NFTs a couple of months ago. Yeah. Love them. This, and I know you can say you can copy the photos and do all this stuff, but this ideally is where something like that turns into a platform where it's decentralized. And, hey, you you can log into my account or you can sign up to my account or you can pay X amount of coins a month. And then you get exclusive access to your address of these types of content that you're subscribed to. And no one owns it. It's basically peer to peer. It's I your address gives me money. I give you something in return. And it's automated in a way where there isn't some central hub that controls that. It's up to the user who is actually giving the content to be liable for what they're giving. So if, you, if you're giving out child pornography, I can trace back these images based on the address of where they were sent from originally, and then I can go police that directly instead of any one platform having to be the policer of that, right? So that's, if you really want to talk about where all of that stuff that seems like Ponzi scheme money is going, it's towards that. It's actually towards decentralizing the internet where it's just not up to Google or it's not up to Facebook, or it's not up to some billion-dollar company to control this. It's actually up to the individual addresses and using the network itself. So yeah, I expect some stuff like that to start popping up, seeing how the popularity of of blockchain and cryptocurrency has taken off over the last 18 months. I expect to see that's where a lot of this stuff goes. I was actually just wondering, I was was just thinking, is there a porn NFT platform? And there is. I'm sure there is. Rare-porn.com is is where you can get all your NFT. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Total. So I'm telling you, that's. Total poking sold. One trillion, one billion, four hundred ninety three million, three hundred thirty five thousand thirty six for ten point seven million dollars. ICO investors, eight thousand three hundred seventy nine holders. And they got all their uh, creators. Yeah. Why OnlyFans didn't decide to just keep their there must have been something in that boardroom that said that they couldn't do both. Oh, Jesus. Because I agree with you. I think that was crazy. I would have tried to keep that clientele and just turned it into something different. And policed it a little different. And I would have even thought about this. This is, well, what can we actually build our own network that does this? That way we're not liable anymore. We just, we, we build this and we host it in a way that has the most number of servers or the most number of coins, or you buy the coins from us directly. But the actual content and the trading of content isn't on us. We just supply them with the money, basically. You pay us a dollar, I give you five coins. Yeah. Well. Guess I'll find out. This uh, website is crazy. <laughs> uh, well, I'm telling you, not- like you go too far down the rabbit hole, and uh, the internet is the way it's been for 30 years. <laughs> it's not a very. It, friendly there's place. some of these people who are like sending these like porn trading cars, and it's hilarious. I want to see. 
the basically the porn trading card game that basically plays like Pokemon with porn stars. Oh, you know that that's coming forever. I mean, we're doing it for basketball players and basketball's greatest plays. Where, you know. Okay, this is just hilarious. I'm gonna send you this <laughs> and you can describe this and then we'll move on. There okay. You go. And so yeah, look, I'll open I open that think, in an incognito window, but open that. I mean, I'm gonna have to just, open uh, this in like a in like a quarantine facility. Just open that, um, describe it to me, and uh, and we'll move on. I must be 18 plus. I don't know if I want to answer this. Just Although answer I did the realize, question, you are. I realized the other day. Oh I realized the other God. day I am double the age of 18, which is terrifying. You won't. You won't. You won't. Oh wow, this is. Um, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was not what, what I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this isn't what anybody would expect. This is so. Let's uh, see. How do yeah. I, how do I explain this? It well, just is... try it. You can start from the top and work your way down. Now, I guess I want to. I want to see what's the. Okay, so that's the that's the address. We are looking at ZZ bit number zero 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 two. Okay, uh, so um, it is a fireman. Yes, it's of sorts. It's a fireman. There's a fire helmet. Oh, l- l- let me start from the bottom up, right? Yeah. Oh, you're going to bottom two, up. Okay. There's two bottom, there's two shoes that are very circular. Yeah, like nature. nubby feet. Yeah. Like big nubby feet. Mm-hmm. And then it's sort of, you know, you got the cuff of the fireman's overalls. I don't know what they're called, what they're fireproof, you know, the, the beige the fireproof pants, overalls, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's some suspenders. On a shoulderless, on a shoulderless torso, uh huh, of some sort. There is yeah, a, I don't, I don't know how the tank top. are holding up. Yep, there's a tank top. Yep, and then like. there's the head of a penis. <laughs> so the fireman is a penis, and I'm assuming that the two rubber knobs are testicles, and <laughs> it is, it is, yeah, it's a penis dressed up of, as a fireman. That's now, the best way to it, Now, right below this, I don't know if you see this. If you see ZZ bit number zero 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 one, this is—is is this the first one? Yeah, what you have not for now, sale, by the way, it's not for sale. No, not for sale. Uh, but you can make an offer. Uh, this is a this is a penis wearing sunglasses and a leopard skin um, thong of sorts. And wow, and they this this one's not wearing shoes. It's just got like two nubby leg looking things, which I guess are I, I don't know. Maybe that's what testicles look like below the sack. I don't know. Who knows? Now I'm also looking I at this thing. It. Heads are I'm looking just at this heads or tails number five, and they want half an Ethereum coin for this. And Ethereum, yeah, it, I believe, at the thirty two hundred bucks. So they want eighteen, they want one thousand eight hundred dollars for this coin of yeah. a CG woman licking her lips with a very long oh time. This this tongue just comes out. I don't think licks or uh, lips are being licked. I'm pretty sure it's just this tongue popping out. And they also have one called Dick Master Number Four, which is just a big old dick on the other side of this coin. And then they have the moon, which is just uh, a butt on the Man, other side. If of the you coin. are over the age of eighty, the internet must be terrifying for you. <laughs> it's very confusing. This uh, this little it's like, confusing dick- for me, and I've been on the internet since 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 its inception, basically. Yeah. And this, we're getting to really strange territory. Very strange yeah. territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, have so you seen yeah, the new so Space Jam? Yeah. I've not, no. <laughs> I was wondering if this was part of it. All right. Probably wasn't. So, yeah, good luck to OnlyFans. Let's see what you do. <laughs> Godspeed. All right. Well, I don't have any reddish blues back to Jewish, so we'll just move on past that shit. Um, and let's just get into some 
media therapy, shall we? Uh, Let's do it. Did I? I don't know if I've done this one. This is here, but and usually I delete these when I ask them. But I'm just going to ask: Have I have I done Vivica A. Fox? Uh, I believe you have. All right, then we'll skip that one. She's older. I think you did Vivica All right, Fox. she's yeah. older than Paul Giamatti. All right, sorry about that. Deleted now. Won't do that again. Uh. I, well, since you're thinking of, since you talked about, that's probably an easy one. Never mind. I just clicked on him. Could continue. Go Sorry. ahead. I was going to ask Fifty Cent if he was older or younger. Never did Fifty he's Cent. He's younger, right? It's got to be younger. Yes, he's young. He's younger by quite a bit. So yeah, like ten years younger. Uh, about eight. I was trying to think. Actually, I was wondering. Uh, let's see this one here. I'm going to do one one quick search here. Yep, much younger. Never mind. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Max von Sydow. He's younger than. No, I'm just kidding. That guy's obviously that's like in his 80s. Uh, all right. So I've been. Uh, so earlier this month, you said you wanted to do a little bit of a book club of sorts, right? Yes, I did. We. You said you were reading the uh, WeWork book and the and Don Lemon's. This is uh, this is the fire, right? Yes. Yes. Well, I I bought an Amazon Kindle Paperwhite. And I've started reading Don Lemon's This is the Fire. All right. All right. Yeah. How do you feel about the paperweight so far? It's fine. I don't <laughs> like um so I didn't realize this edition is like three years old. Yeah, it's so, not real, like Kindles are slow to come out. Like they don't come out yeah. very often. And I'll probably buy a new one once it comes out because comes I out. hate I hate that it is micro USB charging. Yeah, uh, the interface is terrible. Like it's great. It's always when you're, it's always been that way. It's when not you're known reading, for being slick. Yeah, it's yeah. Like when you're being, reading yeah. a book and you're just going from page forward and backwards, it works. Okay, that's cool. Uh, when you when you want it, like all I wanted to do was change the brightness and. It's like just bringing up the settings menu is really confusing. I guess you double tap the top and then that's that was like the best way I could find to figure to bring up the settings. Otherwise, I don't really understand how the interface works for it. And I get it. The e-paper display is not great, but I'm not even knocking that. I'm purely knocking all the interactions that you have with this thing and how nothing is intuitive about it. So um, but when you're reading something. It's great. It's cool. And I like the little tools where it's like you're this percentage of the book completed because you're not reading on a page by page thing. So you have all the tools that you would have when you're reading a book presented to you in this digital form. So overall, it will give you I the like page it. numbers as well, though. It will it switch between the two. True. You can you can do either one of those things and you could bring up where you would be in the actual book, which is cool as well. So I, I, I like all the features it have. I don't like the way you interact with it. I like the hardware for what it is. Like it's super light, really nice, um, very pleasant to read on. And yeah, I dig it. I, uh, overall, despite all my criticisms, I do I do enjoy it for what it does. I bought it on sale. So it was like 80 bucks, which is good. I bought yeah, a nice case. Yeah, they've been on sale for a while. The, yeah. I bought the standard case. So uh, Oh, you bought yeah. a case. Interesting. Because I bought it because it's, like I said, it's waterproof. Um, I bought a case just because I throw it in my bag. Yeah. You know? I want to look sophisticated on a train. Yeah. But that's Hang the thing, on. right? Like, I don't think anyone has ever bought a Kindle for the the 12 years that they've existed. Or probably longer than that. No one's ever bought a Kindle because the interface is great or because no. the controls are great. You buy it no. because it doesn't hurt your eyes to read. 
Yeah. The other thing is that they said, oh, you get Kindle Unlimited. I'm like, cool. Don Lemon's book is probably in Kindle Unlimited. It's not. Nothing's in Kindle Unlimited except for everyone else's weird content that they post, um, that they sell. So if you want to read all these weird romantic novels that people are writing, yeah, that's where you go because it's someone self-publishing and probably making a bunch of money self-publishing making very weird you'll be i'm just like only fans you'll be surprised i bet you look at top publishers on amazon and there's probably people making millions of dollars publishing books shoveling them out very quickly but there's lots of people who are self-published who do very well okay fair enough um but yeah you know reading uh, but yeah bought this is the fire supported supported my man don lemon um what do you think the odds are we can get him on the podcast to talk for like 15 minutes zero with us Zero. You'd have to know someone. Now, Now you still live in New York. Yeah. And Don, I believe, is still in New York. He is still in New York. He was rocking so the tan I'm suit today at that this you're big probably, CNN concert. You're probably four degrees of separation from Don Lemon. If you really oh, wanted least. to get him on, you probably could. At least. At least four yeah. degrees of separation. You could I'd, probably I'd figure probably, it out. I'd say, no, sorry, at most four degrees. I at would most, say. Maybe even two. Yeah, I think I'm two. I know famous people. Yeah, you play hockey with famous people. I do play hockey with famous people. This is true. And if they, so, worst case scenario, they know somebody who knows somebody who knows Don Lemon. And I don't know if they'd be willing to. If I should pull that, I mean, I'd be willing to do it. I'd be willing to ask. I'm seeing said. I'm seeing one famous person tomorrow night while playing hockey. So maybe I'll maybe I'll ask. See? There you like, go. Join you us. Get him on. I'll talk to him. Read his book. Jo- talk to him for ten minutes, fifteen minutes. I will. I will have him on for five minutes. I'm like, look, DLM, Can I call you that? Like, join. Just, well, just oh, click this link. Join it. Talk to us, and uh, and then you just hang up. You should probably. I mean, minutes. you should probably. If you really want to do this, you should probably let me drive this. Thing. Donnie, <laughs> that's gonna work. Um, yeah, and then the Cuomo's are having a rough, rough couple of weeks. So yeah, but we're not gonna leave him off for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Skip it. Fine. So um, I mean it's one of the Cuomo's, right? Um, so yeah, reading that book, um, you know, feeling shame in my whiteness, but I guess, you know, that comes with the territory, right? You should. It's good. It's good to feel a little shame. I also like, like the yeah. I also like the premise where it's like the the title of the book is This is the Fire, What I Tell My Friends About Racism or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, here's a two hundred fifty page book. <laughs> Yeah, so what I do is I preach to them yeah, and I explain to them I why. As I, as I talk to them for four hours, yes. <laughs> this is what I tell them. Yes, I preach to them. I preach but I, to them I and do, explain to them. Yeah. I do find it engaging. And I do read it in Don Lemon's voice. So that's fun as well. Does he have um, an audio book? Did he release the audio there book? Is, there is an audio version, but I'm reading it because I feel like if I listen to the audio version, he'd have like so many pregnant pauses the thing would last for like 12 hours yeah it would take a long time long time couldn't to deal with it. it yeah so i'll just put those pregnant pauses in myself which i do anyway um so what do you any anything you watch anything uh you played what, so what i have about so here? i've watched so i've watched two movies this weekend now mm-hmm. um i've been watching a couple of tv shows um so i will say right we talked about ted lasso uh-huh and I've been watching a lot more Apple TV shows, right? Just watching oh. the content that's on Apple TV. You love it. Um, so the latest thing that I've watched is a show called For All Mankind. Now, I tried to watch the show before. 
And I couldn't make it through because, as we all know, I hate space. Right. But now you have nowhere to go. So, But now I've got nowhere to go. And I've started watching the show. I'm in the second season of it. It's pretty good. Basically, it's sort of a – it's an alternate historical version of if Russia landed on the moon first. Oh, right. Okay. I've heard about this. Right. So it starts with Russia lands on the moon and the Americans are talking about how the Soviets are – they've beat us to the space race. And then Russia also puts the first woman astronaut on the moon, right? Oh. So it sort of shows an alternate history of what would America's space program look like if these events happened, right? So, like, would we colonize the moon? You know, who we would we train more women to be? Because I don't believe a woman's ever been on the moon. No. Yeah. No, they've not. A lot of this is sort of what would happen in, you know, if the future was different. So the first three episodes were painful. But when we got to episode four, I was in. Oh, wow. So second How long season, is each pretty episode? good. 50 minutes. It's a 52 minute episode. Oh, 48 minutes, so what the time is. It took you three hours to. Now, here's the thing, right? Between wow. me and Alice. Alice, if you go to, if you went to my Netflix account mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things that are like six minutes in. Seven minutes in, eight minutes in. Alice has no time for that nonsense. If a show does not start strong, you're done. Your first eight minutes got to be great or she is not sticking around. It's good. I'll see stuff through. I see it through. I've watched a lot of bad things hoping that they get better. Because when I start something, I like to finish it. And sometimes it pans out. For this TV show, it panned out. For other TV shows, not so much. Other shows that have started really, really good have fallen apart towards the end. And that hurts mm. more to me than starting slow, seeing it through, and then you're like, oh, now we're picking up. This is great. Okay, now we got a show. Versus like, okay, we're starting, show's pretty good, and then it just falls apart. That's the worst. Um, so yeah, so I've been watching For All Mankind. I recommend it. The other show that I tried to watch was Dickinson, another Apple TV show. Oh, it's a yeah. very weird alternate Emily dickinson from an outside perspective but it's modern i hate nothing there's nothing i hate more and this is what i hated about Peaky with Blinders haley well. haley steinfeld right yeah so yeah. what i, I hate about friend who actually Blinders. works yeah. on that show he works on See? The set. again you are two degrees away from don lemon <laughs> this guy is not famous he works on the sets and doesn't I've matter you can him, find i've somebody. asked him for an intro to haley steinfeld and he is yet to deliver that of course not because i would <laughs> i've asked so I told so him, I'm like, was, hey, look, yeah. just tell her I'm a big fan of Pitch Perfect 2. I thought that was a good opener. Oh, she was in the Pitch Perfect movies. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. Two and um, three. But look, Dickinson is, uh, there's nothing I hate more, as I was saying. Peaky Blinders, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a period show. It's like like slavery times, I think. So like 1800s. It's like Britain. It's like and British. In Britain. Gangsters there were slaves and, like and you know, br- br- the British had slaves as well. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Um, if we had Don Lemon, he'd tell us. He would be able to tell them all about it. So now, what do you think about having Don Lemon as like a third host of this he, podcast? He he would move one of us out, and it probably would be me. <laughs> probably you. Probably me. Yeah, he's a better host, but that's a lot of work for Don. <laughs> right? Like Don's not going to host. He's going to come in and just be the creative, and that's what I am currently. It's great. I just uh, get to yell at you for not releasing the episodes on time. Fair enough. So we would have to really produce this show. So before I get off track, what I was trying to say is Peaky Blinders, period show. They play modern music during the show. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like Night's Tale. It's, it's awful. I hate it. Like, I'm in medieval times or I'm in the 1800s and you're going to play like some modern, you know, techno song. 
And Dickinson does that as well, which makes me a little. It's like yeah, I don't want to. I'm, I'm looking at Emily Dickinson for God's sakes. I don't need like Dua Lipa in the middle of my Emily. You're looking Emily at Dickinson. Haley Steinfeld playing Emily Dickinson. You're not like looking at documentary footage and all. Ah, but, but I mean, but we're like... we're talking we're talking funny. We're wearing bonnets and weird clothes, and she's kind of like you know saying all these progressive things because it's supposed to be a modern twist on. I mean, it's got it's got some and rapper then... in it. Some rapper playing, shows and up then they're in, playing in uh, Wiz Khalifa. I believe Wiz Khalifa is in this is in <laughs> is in this carriage that at she any joins point, his death. At yeah. any point, do they play uh, WAP or WAP? It's I'm coming. Sure exactly. that's, that's what I mean. Like that's coming at some point. So I struggle with shows like that. Like when Wiz Khalifa shows up and he's deaf and he's in a cart, I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, man, what are we doing? Like you're trying a little too hard to get in the young people. And so I have a, I play a little, but again, I'm going to continue watching this. I'm going to see this one through and I'll, I'll be able to speak on whether or not it gets any better. Cause it might, but right now it's a little heavy handed. The pilot was have, a little heavy handed. Have you watched that wolf talker show? Is that the movie that I'm thinking about on Apple TV? Wolf talker. Is that wolf the, walk, is that the cartoon? Wolf walkers. So it's like a cartoon. Yeah. On... I tried to watch that. It was very slow. Oh, okay. Um, so I made maybe halfway through and then just, just didn't finish it. Apparently it's very good. It's on my list. I've, not watch it yet. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. It's supposed to rain all day. We have a hurricane hitting uh, New York. Yeah, I see that. So yeah. that that's I've been watching basically those two shows on Apple TV that have been very good. I've also watched two movies. Mm-hmm. So I watched Pig. Oh, I heard about Pig. How do you like it? It was interesting. It wasn't what I was expecting. People love this movie. Um, ninety-seven percent. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's different. It's really different from what you think it's going to be. So I don't want to spoil it at all. Um, I think it's worth watching. It's only an hour and 30 minutes, which is the main reason why I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this. Um, it gets pretty depressing, um, but it's it's an interesting film. It's much different from what you think you're going to get. Okay. The other movie I Nicholas watched Cage. was The Green... Yeah, the other movie that I watched was The Green Knight. Oh, I heard this movie's great. Now, The Green Knight is one of the most beautiful movies I've seen in a long time. It's It's shot incredibly well like it's great to look at the the imagery and stuff is crazy dev patel is great everything he's in he's he's great but i don't think there's a but it was just kind of confusing i was because it's it's based off of some old it's based off of king arthur the knights of the round table stuff it's like a poem um so yeah it's basically you know this is king arthur's nephew I think it's his nephew and his nephew has to like defeat the green knight. And there's all this like, you know, these tales of what it means to be a knife and this, that, and the other a knight. Sorry. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I, th- I just enjoyed watching it. I thought it looked great. Um, and Dev Patel's really good. So yeah, that's another movie that I think he'll be nominated for some awards for this. He won't win anything, but it's, it's just a great looking movie. I just really enjoyed the way that it looked. So yeah, I watched two movies that I would recommend. I would recommend that yeah, you I watch wanna, Pig. Yeah, I want to see Green Knight. And you watch The Green Knight. That one seems good. Cool. Did you ever watch Suicide Squad? Did you watch it? I did. I did watch Suicide I thought we talked about it. Did we? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, I watched Suicide Squad. I've seen that as well. How'd you like it? I just typed Suicide into Google, and it just gave me this hotline number. <laughs> so I don't... I should, I'm incognito. Thank you. Right, I don't want to start list. getting messages. I'm fine. I'm great. You're going to knock um, on your door in about five minutes. Yeah, I'd be like, is everything fine? Everything's fine. I was just looking up this movie that was okay. Um, okay. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't. Did, did Did you see it? No. We did talk about this because we talked about um, we talked about the girl who played the rat catcher. 
Oh, right. You're right. This is weeks ago. Sorry. Feels like yeah, we did talk ago. about this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm, lo- I'm looking at the cast now, and I was like, oh, yeah, she was the best part of the movie. I you're still right. Stand you're right. You're she right. was great. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. All right. You know, if you release the episodes on time, you'd, your your time between memories would think be shorter. That, I don't think that has anything to do with it. I still forget. All right. Um, as for me, well, you're on lockdown now. So you playing any games? I'm not because lockdown so, became it. And we didn't talk about this at all. No. About me, didn't. about basically New Zealand. I mean, we could have put this in. It's not really political, but it kind of no, should talk about kind the of turning. It's kind of turning political. People, people losing um, their minds. They're like, what the fuck? Well, because it's like we had, and it's funny because everyone was making fun of New Zealand. It was like, you guys locked down the country with one case. It was one case that was reported and they shut everything down. I was at work on Tuesday night when this was announced and they said starting at midnight, everyone off the street, everyone is locked in, no restaurants open. The only thing that's open are grocery stores, doctor's offices, and pharmacies. That's it. Everything else is closed. So you can't go to a restaurant. Um, you can't go to a movie, can't do anything, right? And there was one case at the time. Now, to be fair, there's about 70 cases now. So yeah, the government, today, 32 yeah, the day before that. The government once again rolled the dice pretty well. So this was all in Auckland, biggest city. And there were a couple of cases that popped up in Wellington by the airport. And as you know, where I work is by the airport. <laughs> yep. So yeah, um, I'm fully expecting to be at home for quite a while because I think the fact that this is in Wellington now and there's been emails and things sent about, oh, there might be possible contacts with people who are at work and this, that, and the other. We are fully expecting to be locked down for quite a while. So yeah, so I haven't done anything but go to the grocery store in the last five days well, because that's something there is to now. Everyone's masking up. Masks are mandatory. They're going to make you mandatory scan into buildings. So I will admit, Alice scanned in everywhere. I scanned in nowhere because I'm like, I don't really know if I want to scan a QR code every time. That's my freedom. That's my freedom. Don't put a muzzle on me. And this is why everyone hates Americans because it's in us. And I'm like, I don't know if I want you tracking how I'm spending my time. If I catch it, I'll tell you at the day. But now they're going to make it mandatory. So I will follow the rules. And Alice is going to do the grocery but, shopping. But I will say New Zealand is a country now. I've been making fun of New Zealand for the last five days because New Zealand is awfully smug when it comes to the COVID stuff. Of We don't have any case. Now, look, I took part in this, right? Everything's fine here. If you just follow the rules, you don't yep. have to wear a mask. If you just follow the rules, we would have been done with this in six weeks. Why can't everyone else just follow the rules? Right? So we've been saying that for 18 months. And so now we're locked down. And there's some Kiwis who are trying trying to follow the rules, follow the rules. And there's others who are like, you know what? We're going to have to live with this eventually, right? We all realize this. As in, we got to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. And at some point, you got to open the border back up. Because we can't keep locking down the entire country every time there's a case. And so we are about to hit a very interesting point in this saga for New Zealand. As in, we've been the country that has been parading around how great we are because everyone follows the rules but people are going to follow the rules a little bit less once we're vaccinated because i'm already feeling once i get my shot i'm done yeah i'm going outside oh and if you don't get your shot too bad so sad good luck oh now who's talking my turn now you're saying exactly (laughs) the same thing that i said last week or i can't help it depending on when you listen to the podcast it's the American in me. 
I can't help it because there's part of me that goes, you know what? If I do you now, know, I'm dealing, right. 75. Now, here's the difference. 75% of the country has either signed up or received their first dose of the vaccine of, of people who are over the age of 40 and up. Great. So I think New Zealand's vaccinations rates are going to be high. That's I think awesome. we're going to hit 80, 85% vaccination. That's amazing. Now that's still not enough to keep the to keep COVID out of the country because and this is also the Delta variant and it shows you how contagious this is yeah. because there have been COVID cases that have kind of gotten to the country or been here before and normally it's like one person gets it and then it's just done. This is spread rapidly, especially in Auckland, right? Multiple schools, people going to churches, like it's just Delta is extremely contagious. And you're, you can still catch this even when you're vaccinated. So that's going to be the real trying time. I think we're going to rush very hard. Now, I can sign up for my first dose of the vaccine starting next Wednesday because I'm it's 30 up. They're basically doing started with 60 and up, then 50 and up, then 40 and up, then 30 and up, and then it'll be 20 and up. And then they've also approved it for people under the ages of so between ages of 12 and 16, you can also get vaccinated. So, yeah, um, we're back inside. We're locked down. So wake up at 830, turn on the computer. I'm at work. Log off at 6, 630, 7. It's like nothing has really changed, to be honest. <laughs> it's the same old stuff. So Right on. But, yeah, right can't go commute. outside. Hockey's canceled. Everything's canceled. Can't do anything. So it's been fun. What a shame. Um, well, I haven't watched anything. I guess I watched the latest episode of Ted Lasso. Do you have any game recommendations? I guess you should get to that. But you asked me. That started with, are you playing any games? Do you have any game recommendations that I can play over lockdown? So I finished finished Ease 9, and I finished Greedfall, so I can finally talk about some new games. Um, Started playing... Started playing Chris Tales on my Switch, and that game's very cool. It's very pretty, and I do recommend it. But I'm not going to play it until I get my OLED switch because I just know it's going to make it look that much cooler. So I'm going to mm. try to hold off playing that until October, but I'm very much looking forward to it. Um, I started playing. So on Switch, I'm actually playing Axiom Verge 2, which is a Mac, which is a Metroidvania style game. Um, it's good. Very, I find it more easy to get lost in that game than any other Metroidvania game I've ever played. But I am enjoying it. It feels good. And once I find myself making progress, but it's like these games are ones where I rarely have. It's like you often find yourself in places where I don't know if I'm actually supposed to be in the place I am, if that makes any sense. It's like I'm moving Mm. forward, but I don't know if I'm supposed to be here yet. You know what I mean? Because it's like this big open map. So it's it's a little confusing. Also, I've never given less fucks about a story than in this game. Uh, and there's a lot of lore. Like, it, I guess there's something cool, but I don't care about it. So I'm not reading it. Um, otherwise, I'm playing. Uh, I started playing on Game Pass. I started playing Dodgeball Academia. This game is awesome. Okay. Look it up. Like while I'm talking about it, because it's badass. Dodgeball Academia is a dodgeball role playing game. You play as this kid, Otto. Uh, you enter the school, and you are, and the whole school is based around a dodgeball tournament. And you basically have this ragtag team, 
and it's like this over the top anime style dodgeball matches and it is a blast and it is so good i am having such a fun time with it i highly recommend this game i've only played it for about two hours but the two hours i played with it are highly enjoyable so okay yep i'm watching it it's so like yeah so over the top but man am i enjoying it um otherwise like recommending games i would honestly like if your computer is still decent which i think it is because you have like a pretty bomb ass computer right yeah it's all right i got a 10 the only problem now is sitting at your computer playing games reminds me of work (laughs) yeah i get that it's the only problem it's the only problem so like the game pass stuff is so good because i was gonna say like um gears tactics i think you'd really be into as a you know you, you like those tactics games that was I one do. that i was playing a bit of and it's really really good um that game um the ascent is on there which i haven't started yet but i i plan to after dodgeball academia i just couldn't after finishing greedfall which has which is like pretty serious i was like i can't i can't go from like that to something else pretty heavy and cyberpunk violent i'm like i need something more lighthearted, and i need whimsy in my life you know what i mean sometimes you just need some whimsy now the only problem with this dodgeball game is i'm seeing that this kid's getting hit with the dodgeball but he's not out uh right it's based on an hp system that i don't so know dodgeball so supposed get, to be one hit, hit you're out if you get hit you lose health and but you can catch it and then you don't lose uh health so yeah, some it's weird not dodgeball rules. Here. It's not like classic dodgeball rules. It takes some liberties, mm-hmm. but okay. it does it for the sake of, you know, does it for the sake fun. of <laughs> making a fun game. Exactly. But yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. It's pretty cool. And I have a, yeah, let's like cool. Maybe I'll give it a go. There's a lot of other stuff that I want to, I want to try. I think that game's on switch as well. It is. So. And that's what I'm looking at going. Yeah. It looks, and that's the only problem is that I, I struggle playing PC games because I have to sit it here at my desk basically for 60 hours a week. Yeah, it's probably uh, worth trying Chris Tales as well. If you want to, if you want yeah. an RPG, what what are you in the mood for? And then I can help. Uh... I don't know. I like. I'm I'm in the mood for an RPG. All right. I mean, I recommended it before, but I'd say Chris if you, Tales. If you... Chris Tales looks good. Which one out of the two between Chris Tales and and Dodgeball? Chris Tales will last you a longer amount of time. Okay. <laughs> it's also like as a. As someone who likes art, it does some really unique things. There's something really cool with the view of it where at the center of the screen is the present. And then on the right of the screen is the future. And on the left is the past. So yeah, you'll basically, cool. so you'll be next to somebody who is basically, it's like, you'll see a woman and a child in a, in a baby, right? And if you move to her left, then on the right, you'll see this woman with a grown child. And then if you move to her right, on the left, you'll see a woman who's younger without a child. And like that's the kind of cool stuff that they play with. It's not always consistent. And granted, I only put about an hour into the game, but I really liked what I what I had, uh, what what I was seeing in that game. So I think it does some really interesting stuff. All right. Well, look, I'll, I'll pick this one up then. I'll pick this one up and by next week, have a report. All right, cool. Because I got time. So that's I guess I guess that's true. I got time yeah. and I should start doing more art myself, which so I'm getting older. I need I need slower paced hobbies. <laughs> but the other the other one that I would recommend is if you're in the mood for an RPG, it was the one that I played last year, which gave me which has which is in like the Shimigami Tensei universe. So it'll give you persona vibes. 
which is Tokyo Mirage Session. I think you might be into that. Or you might hate it, you know, or somewhere in between. Who knows? Could be any of those. Well, I'm going to give Chris Tales a tie. A try. Cool. I'm and excited. Yeah, let's, gonna, let's see I'm what gonna happens. Re- I'm going to reach out to that developer and ask for a commission on your uh, sale. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it, I guess. <laughs> I don't think they'll give it to me. Yeah, I'm looking at Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Ah, not as a little too crazy stuff that's going on. Very uh, Japanese. Yes, very Japanese. I love the yeah. Japanese, but this might be a little much. Chris Tales has a little bit more, a little less sparkly things across the screen. True. The one, the game that I, the other RPG that I wanted to try that I haven't gotten to yet, which is uh, Neo: The World Ends with You, um, the sequel to The World Ends with You, which was the game that I played earlier this year that I hated playing but loved the game. Uh, so I'll play that eventually. But man, there's just too much. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Not to mention, you have Redacted to look forward to in a couple months. So I'm excited about that. All right. Yeah, lots of games coming out. So yeah, mm-hmm. look, I'll give this Chris Tales a try. See if it gets me back into the mood of playing games. It's hard. I go through swings. Um, and I get I was it. Just out of a, I was out of a swing for a while and doing other stuff. But yeah, I'll give this a go. I've got time. Because right after we finish the podcast, I'm going to go uh, sit back in my living room and go, huh, what do I do next? <laughs> Read, uh, read Don Lemon's book. So yeah, so we're in or lockdown did you, did, until did you already finish at it? least Wednesday. At least Wednesday. All what's right. that? Did I already finish what? Don Lemon's book or no? I have not. I have not finished Don Lemon's book. So what's, I've been reading what's the, the WeWork timeline? Book. What's the timeline for Don Lemon's book? When when are we can? Well, do look. This? Let's since already. since the book club just started, let's give it until end of September because there's only a oh, week. Oh shit! That much right. time. I'll give you time. I'll give you time. All right. So there's cool. two books, and we're going to do this end of September where we'll talk about the books. It's a book club. Oh, I right? need. Like I need both of these. I thought I was just no. You don't one. have to read both of them. You can you can read one. You can read one or two, and I'm gonna just take my time and read a uh, read both of them because I, I want it to be enjoyable. If it feels like you're rushing through it just for a timeline, you're not gonna enjoy it as much. So take your time, put it down, come back to it. Really soak in the words. All right, cool. I asked Brittany if she wanted to join the book club. All she has to do is read Don Lemon's book. <laughs> we'll see if she does, yeah. and then that'll be a really fun conversation where I just show up being like, "All right, guys, now I know what I've done wrong." <laughs> and i'm sorry i now know and i'm sorry yeah exactly all right well until next time it's been he's abroad go to the website he's abroad.com you see all the links to all the stuff subscribe tell your friends do the thing rate us on itunes oh i got my ipad right next to me let's see if anybody reviewed us god they're probably gonna write the audio quality sucked so i hate it one star no, I don't think anybody would write that. But let's let's take a quick look here as I stall for time. You want to vamp about something? Manny Pacquiao just lost. <laughs> what a shame! So there you go. He, he he's lost gonna a go times, become right? the he's gonna go become the president of the Philippines. Oh, he's not that yet. No, he, he's, uh, he's he was in he was in politics, but now I think he's gonna run to go take over. What's his name? That dude Duarte, right? Um, the guy that's like, if you do drugs, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> that guy. Oh, that's pretty harsh. Yeah, what yeah, about um, harsh, harsh laws. What about uh, if he does the Ronda Rousey route and joins the WWE? Manny Pacquiao? Nah, he doesn't need to. He's got enough money. He can just go live in the Philippines and just kick it. All right, fair enough. You think he'll ever be in a Fast and Furious movie? Manny Pacquiao? Yeah, maybe. Why not? Like, I mean, you just show up, right? At this point. Yeah, lose a fight to Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's the only hey, downside. Show up. Anyway, no new reviews until next week. This podcast is over.